You're now listening to Chris Spiracy. Chris X Matt. We question everything. Break the matrix. We are the ones they fear. If we don't make the change, it's never going to change. Yo, 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 what's good, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Chris Spiracy. I am your host, Chris X Matt. There's many Chris's out here, but there's only one Chris X Matt, and that is me. That is I. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode where we continue to break the matrix. And oh, we're breaking it today in a different way for you guys. Yes, we're going to break it, the matrix, in a different way today. If you're not familiar with the debt matrix, we are going to be speaking about the debt matrix. But before I introduce my guest today that's going to help me talk to you guys about the debt matrix, I just want to say shout out to everyone that's been listening. Shout out to everyone that's been supporting, buying shirts, buying merch. Chrispiracy.com. You can go buy the merchandise. Um, we we're kind of running out of the larges and the, the bigger sizes. If you're a small and a medium, we got we still have enough of those for you guys. Um, there's four designs again. You got the conspiracy one. You got the tap inwardly one, the protect your loose one, and the break the matrix one. So find your favorite one, you know, and we got more stuff coming too. And the winter's coming, so you never know what we might release during the winter, during the cold season. But again, shout out to everyone that's tuning in. If you're at work listening, shout out to you. If you're at the gym listening, shout out to you. If you're on a jog, if you're running, shout out to you. If you're just killing time while you're driving, listening to this, shout out to you. Because you can be listening to many other things, but you're listening to Conspiracy. So I appreciate you. Thank you so much for being here. And um, yeah, hopefully you're finding the time out of the day to, uh, to leave the distractions alone. Stop watching the screen. Stop watching the phones. Just you know, enjoy some nature. Enjoy some time with your dogs, your kids, your family. Even if it's an hour for the day, you know, just find that time of day where you can just feed your soul what it needs to be fed. Uh, do that meditation you might want, that bath you might need. If you're a mom and you have kids and you can't find that time of day, man, if it's, even if it's one minute, two minutes, you know, do that little meditation, take that bath. If they fall asleep real quick, do what you got to do so you can, you know, ease your mind a little bit. Because if you're constantly watching these screens, you're constantly being distracted and you're constantly being thrown fear in your face and you're not vibrating the way you're supposed to be vibrating, which means you're going to end up sick most likely or you might just be depressed and think that the world's coming to an end. And that's debatable. You know, we don't we don't know when that will happen, but there's definitely agendas going on out here. We definitely see if you well, if you're looking from the outside in. If you're out the matrix in, in a way and you're looking at people in the matrix and I mean, I'm part of the matrix as well, but. When you're looking at it from afar, you definitely see what they're trying to do and where they're trying to lead us. And I don't know anything about no NWO. I mean, I do, but I don't because, <laughs> you know, hey, YouTube took me down. So I just got to be careful. Like they, man, they gave me my first strike and now I have to just be wary of, of how what I upload and how I say things. So this episode, we're, we're going to keep the conspiracies out of at a low. We're not going to be talking too much conspiracy stuff today. We're not going to be talking about spirituality like that. We're going to keep it very... Um, not even safe. We're just gonna be. It's gonna be more of a relatable uh, topic to a lot of people because a lot of people are in this debt matrix. So I'm very excited to uh, be talking about this today. So in order to describe this debt matrix to you guys, I brought a guest on on the show with me to help elaborate. And today we have LJ from Savings Minus Debt. How you doing today, sir? Hello, sir. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes, I can. All right. All right. Uh, go ahead and introduce myself. Yes. Go ahead, sir. How you doing? All right. Uh, 
My name is LJ Young, and I am a 100% debt-free motivational speaker and personal finance educator. I help people become financially free by helping them mathematically see. See outside what I call the debt matrix. And the debt matrix is where slave or debt slaves live. Now, there's two kinds of two kinds of debt slaves. There's unconscious debt slaves and conscious debt slaves. Unconscious debt slaves cannot see negative numbers psychologically. So, quick example: uh, if you're if you believe you're a homeowner, open up your calculator and and put in your mortgage payment minus your mortgage balance and hit equal. Now, as you're looking at the calculator, I want you to just listen to the sound of my voice, okay? The reason why you believe you're a homeowner is because you cannot see negative numbers, okay? Mm -hmm. So that's what I help. I help people believe the calculator. Conscious slaves, they found SMD channel, Savings Minus Debt on YouTube, found the channel and said, I believe my calculator. And now they understand that they're well below zero. They're a slave. They live in the debt matrix and they do and they come to me for a plan. I give them a plan on how to be free and own themselves until you get out of debt. You don't even own yourself. So and that was me for to about age 40. Mm -hmm. Woke up around. I, nothing really woke me up, but uh, woke up and now I'm free. Now, this is all I do. Help people get out of debt matrix. So according to what you just said, mm -hmm. speaking for myself, uh, I don't know if I would be unconscious because I feel like I'm conscious of how I'm in the debt matrix. Mm -hmm. But um, this is a I wanted to have this convo with you. This, the reason I reached out to you is because I've I've expressed this on a recent episode as well that um, like mentally I've been kind of going through it because I feel like I'm digging myself in a financial hole, right? Mm -hmm. And I've obviously you know car car debt is one thing. You know I've I have the smaller type of debt, but now I do feel like I'm in a not even too much even debt. Like, I'm probably exaggerating. But to me, it's just so foreign that I'm not used to owing money the way, I'm, the way I owe money now. And I can't even save. I can't even put money to the side. I feel like I'm living paycheck to paycheck. I can't go on vacations anymore. And I used to be, be able to do all those things. So yeah. would I be a conscious slave or would I be an unconscious slave to the debt matrix? Uh. First, well, first, it's it, believe it or not, it's a privilege to be conscious of the debt matrix. Okay. Okay. You're conscious. Now, you're yeah. a conscious slave. I mean, you're a conscious debt slave without a plan on how to get out. Correct. Yes. That's what you are right now because I'm just listening to you. You're like, I feel like I can't go on vacation. Well, you can't go on vacation, right? Yeah. No. Okay. Then it's a truth. It's not a feeling. Yes. Okay. You can't. Yeah. Right. Can. You got to, you got to just say that to yourself. So one day you get tired of saying that to yourself. So right now, if I asked you, do you know how much debt you're in right now? Can you tell me the number? Let's Not say, guessing. The exact number. No, nah, not the exact number. I can right. guesstimate. See, that's, that's a major problem. Okay. Okay. Walking now, you know you're in the debt matrix, but you have not a clue of how much debt you're in. You know what that sounds like to me when I ask you that question? You don't know? You know how you said, uh, I don't know. That's like me asking you, hey, Hey Chris, what's one plus one? And then you go, uh, yeah. Hmm. That's what that's what it sounds like when you because you, you're not free. That means you don't own yourself. Mm. That's mm. why you can't get ahead. You don't own you don't own Chris. And you want to know who you want to know who owns Chris? Log into your credit karma mm -hmm. and take a list of take a look at a list of all your owners. They all own you. So what? Damn, I, I want to ask so many things already. I feel like we just started. Go ahead, man. I got plenty of time. I, know, I, kinda, I wanted to ease into this. the conversation, but I just want to start shooting just 
being mm-hmm. selfish and how I'm I gonna give you facts. I'm gonna give you all the answers, factual mathematical answers okay. to all your questions. Okay. So mm-hmm. you don't think do you think that we that debt is necessary or credit credit is necessary, but do you think that everyone is gonna is gonna be in debt at least once in their lifetime on, on this earth? I'm sure debt slaves will be there for the rest of their lives. You know, I don't really care what they do. But as long as the majority, in order for a capital, like, so just like I told you before, my gift is the ability to see negative numbers psychologically, mm-hmm. right? The major, In order for a capitalist economy to work, the majority must be in debt. Mm. Now, you can choose which side of the economy you want to be on. Either you choose, you trust the calculator or you don't. That's, if you don't trust the calculator, you're going to live in a debt matrix until you're dead. If you trust the calculator, you won't. Yeah. See, I never even thought about actually calculating exactly how much debt I'm in. That's I millions think that's, of people. I think that's even, millions of people don't. But I think that's even scarier to actually know the real number that you're in debt. Right. That's that's another step. See, that's okay. So for you, step one, you recognize you're in debt matrix. Uh-huh. Step number two, which is another hard one, calculating up all your debt. And when you calculate, that's part of, that's part of the process. So when you calculate it up and you see how much you are in debt, mm-hmm. then then how do you? go towards getting out of that debt you create a plan okay that's what i do so so some people i have to in order for people to come to me they have to come to the realization that they're in the debt matrix that's a hard part millions of people don't know they're in the debt matrix right they're financing cell phones so obviously they don't right and so (laughs) right if you you had money you would never in a million years tell anybody that you finance the cell phone if you say you have a finance cell phone you're telling me that you're broke (laughs) <laughs> totally. And they don't even know that they're saying it. That's called the language of zero. When you get out of debt matrix, you'll speak a totally different language that they will not understand. But anyway, back to you. You've already recognized that you're in a debt matrix. Mm-hmm. Step number two is to add up all your debt. I promise you, you need to see me ASAP. I will change your life forever. You'll never forget me. Ooh. Guaranteed. Okay, we're going to see after this. I'm definitely going to tap in right. on a personal go level. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, mm-hmm. So would you to when when you create a plan to try to get out this matrix would that plan is obviously different for everyone else would you suggest pick up a second job or start a, another source of income or what would what would you kind of lead someone towards to try to get out the that's fastest way the fastest way Okay this that's a good question and I'm gonna I'm gonna get I'm gonna have you answer it okay Okay Once we add up all your debt and you see the real number and you see how deep in debt you are, it'll be totally up to you how long you want to be in there, be in debt and be a, sla- a debt slave. Once you see that number, you're going to you're gonna know how many, it counts on how fast you want to get out of debt. Correct. If you see that number, I'm going to get two, I'm going to get three jobs because I'm going to get out of debt the fastest. You get one job, it's going to take you longer. Exactly. Two jobs, you're going to get out faster. That's That'll that'll tell you if you need to get two or three jobs so you can get back to your passion, which is this podcast. Correct. Yeah, man. Cause right now, yeah, that's true. That's true. Trying to, trying to, you know, focus on this, but you still have to go get a job, go to work. And then I I was right. looking into getting a second job and then going, doing, doing that and then still doing this. And I'm already in my head. I was already telling myself that not that I can't, I was already telling myself this is going to get way harder as far as the dedication and time that I'm putting into this because I'm going to be attaining to other things. And mm-hmm. I'm just, and that's why I feel like I exaggerate sometimes. Like, I don't know exactly my debt, my exact debt, but I feel like I'm exaggerating because I haven't picked up a second job. I, I work at a, I don't, I'm not going to say where I work at, but I work somewhere where we get paid decent. We get a, paid above minimum and everything. It's just, 
it's a good job for not having a degree, right? Or having any school, any schooling. Uh, and I'm able to still get by, but I am living that paycheck to paycheck, like you said. It is gonna take mm-hmm. a lot longer because I am paying my my debt back, but it's gonna take a lot longer to even get out of this. And you know, you know what's my biggest problem with LJ? That I I'm, I try to live a lifestyle that I can't afford right now. I know it's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I know it's a lot of people, but. Mm-hmm. I also like the like finer things. Like I didn't have to go get a five thousand dollar water machine, but I did. Mm-hmm. Why? Because mm-hmm. I want nine point five, six point five, eleven point five water. Like little mm-hmm. stuff like that to where mm-hmm. and I have and the saddest thing is too, LJ, is that I don't pay rent. Mm. What? That's the saddest part. You live at you still live at home? I live my parents left me a house. A a paid for house? No, there's they still handling it. They handle the mortgage. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, you need to see me ASAP. And that's you what, and, 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 and I get you first. Got, you're in a position, you're in a position right now that millions are not in. I understand. And you live in paycheck. To, I, want, I want you to recognize this. You're living paycheck to paycheck with no rent or mortgage. That's a problem. And, and I, I have the answer. I have the answer. But you got to just, you got to be unscared of knowing the total debt. That's what you got to be. You got to you got to face that. Yeah. Yeah. But and, and I and I've recognized that that a lot of people would want to be in my position and I'm blessed, you know, to even to to be where I'm at and not have a job, not paying anything crazy. Blessed. Yeah. And I wow. just I just paid my car off you know, in, in June. But it's just congratulations. Thank congratulations. you. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Congratulations. Um, and that, that, that's why I get upset with myself sometimes, too. And I feel like I'm hard on myself a lot, too, because. I have it easy. I, have, I don't how to have. I don't have a lot of priorities like other people do, but mm. I because I don't have those priorities. I'm spending dumb. I'm mm. spending stupid I, now. I can I can tell I can I can because what it is is you're not recognizing that not having rent or mortgage, you're financially ahead of millions of people. Millions. Yeah. You don't re, you don't really. I mean, this is how you got to look at it. Open up Google and type in uh, total mortgage debt. It's in the trillions, right? That has nothing to do with you. That's none of your business. Who cares? That's for debt slaves. Mm-hmm. That's for debt slaves that believe you own a house financing for 30 years. That's their problem. Right. You need to come. You're, you are right here. You just don't know that you're here. You yes. just don't know it because you don't have anybody to ask. I guarantee you'll never find another channel like mine on YouTube ever mm-hmm. that will give you the answer. Yeah. And I'm not even bragging. I'm just telling you something. That it's true. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I've and I've been you know, I've also been fortunate enough to grow up with parents that they don't they don't know like the kind of they don't look at credit or and the debt matrix the way you look at it, but they've always mm-hmm. taught me if you can't pay it off in a month, don't even buy it. If you can't pay it off in a month, don't even buy it. So I always did have those those uh values instilled in me just the way don't, they always told me don't follow my steps, don't do this. My they got out of the their debt, their their real I mean the you know the smaller credit card debt. They got out of all right. of that. And and now my dad's, you know, he's one of those people that we're like we're not if it's not like a, something big, whether it be a house or, or a car or something like we're not financing it. We're just straight cash. So I've been privileged to have uh, parents that actually, you know, they 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 give me the knowledge, too. But um, I have all this knowledge and I never I don't I don't utilize it. I know that's my fault, but. That's when I start getting frustrated with myself, and I'm like, "What am I really doing? What am I doing? Spending all this money? I can't, I can't even afford to be eating out every day. But why do I do it? I don't have to, but I do it. 
It's just you're, little... you know why you're in the you're in the debt matrix. Yes. Now let me. You want me? You want me to show you the debt matrix? Yes. Please. I can show it to you. Describe you got a calculator me. on you? Yeah. Got a calculator on you? Yeah. All right. I want you to put in your savings that you might have in cash somewhere, <laughs> bank account, whatever, right? Whatever you have, put in your savings. Mm-hmm. Minus what whatever you think your total debt is. If somebody wrote you a check today <laughs> to pay off all your debt. You type that in there and say minus that total debt and hit enter. Uh, okay. Okay. Now don't tell me the number. Don't tell me the number. Just let me know when you're done. Yeah. yeah. That's how much money you have to buy everything in your life. Okay. Now let me show you the debt matrix. Look at the calculator. Mm-hmm. The space between the calculator and your brain is the debt matrix. For mm-hmm. some reason, even though even though that that calculator is showing you a negative number, you mm-hmm. still think you can buy stuff. That's because you can't see negative numbers. I can. I believe, and the only I believe the calculator. You obviously don't. Yeah. And million, and I'm not just picking on you. That's no, no. millions of. But also, it must be that way because the economy could not exist without debt slaves. We need them. Right. I don't care if they finance cars and phones. Good. Congratulations. It makes my life easier. Yeah. It'll make your life easier. So, if you, if you knowing what you know now, would you have even? finance the house back in the day or a car back in the day uh, or is there stuff that you still need to finance no i would have i would have if if i knew if i knew what i'm telling you today mm-hmm. well you're in a different category because you already have a house given to you by your parents right oh, so oh. that's that's different okay well, well i mean you're living for free or whatever right it's, no, it's, I mean, it's still it's not, a plus yeah it's a plus a plus we'll say that okay now if this would be my only focus at 27 getting totally out of debt and paying off a house, I would have financed the house only with the best mortgage in the United States of America, whatever that one is. I, I don't know. I would just go to the bank and say, which one is your best mortgage here in the United States of America? Mm-hmm. And then I would focus on paying off that house. And this is why. Uh, if you pay your house off, guess what? You never have rent and or mortgage again for the rest of your life. Right. There is no better investment than that. Yeah. There is. While millions of people are financing them for 30 years calling themselves homeowners it doesn't matter the reason why they're doing that because they can't see negative numbers yeah that's important that's important for them to believe that but for you you will be a true homeowner yeah 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 yeah. well eventually i do want to i eventually want to you know go out there and search for where i want to live. well let me ask you something let me ask you something is are both the houses paid off or are they paying mortgages on both the houses do you know they have three homes and they pay mortgage on every single home. Mm. <laughs> I know. Mm. It, do you know how much they have left on the house that with you that that you're in? Uh, two hundred and ten, two hundred ten thousand. Yeah. Do you know what type of mortgage they have? Don't say FHA. No, I, don't. I don't. Okay. I don't right. know. I don't know. I would. I would probably work if I was you at twenty-seven. I probably. First, get out of debt personally. I'm talking about personal yes. debt only. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not against business debt. Okay? okay. I want to make sure that's clear. I'm only talking about personal debt. I would get out of personal debt first, and then I would work out a deal with my parents to 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 pay this house off and own it. Mm. And then the rest of your life, you can do as much podcasting as you wish because yeah. you don't have to worry about nothing. You know. You know how good it feels to look in the mailbox and know there's a, not going to be a bill in there at all. Yeah. I'm not scared of the mailbox. Mm. millions of people are i don't care mostly it's just junk mail in there 
you're in a very u- unique position, Chris. You are. You I really understand are. that, LJ. I get that. I get that. That's why I need to have this conversation with you because to a lot of people, like, you know, I, I told my cousin my situation or just how I've been feeling about the debt thing. She goes, she says, and I heard you even say this. She goes, bro, debt's part of life. Like, we're always going to be in debt. And at the moment when she told me that, it kind of made me feel better, you know? I was like, okay, cool, you know? You're right, you're right. Car, houses, if I ever get a house, it is going to be that, you know, whatever. And when I hear, when I was watching your videos, I think you said something like, don't ever let people tell you that. And it really, I just snapped out of it. I'm like, yo, for real, I shouldn't. Like, it's not normal to be, I mean, it's normal, but it's not. It's not, it's, it's not, not normal. If it doesn't make mathematical sense, it's not normal. If it if it's in the negative, like, if I, I did a video. I said, if they could print negative dollars, you would know everybody that's broke. If they forced everybody in debt to carry red negative dollars, like the green ones we have now represent positive dollars, okay? Mm-hmm. And then say like they printed red negative dollars. Mm-hmm. And they said... Anybody in debt, we require you by law to carry these red dollars. You guys would be pouring out red dollars, leaking it in the streets, filling up your cars, uh, garbage cans. It'd be everywhere. But then again, you would know everybody pretending to be rich. I can see everybody pretending to have money. It's not. It's so easy. I can just listen to the way they speak, how they talk. They don't know that I can hear them because they can't see negative numbers. Mm-hmm. So they can't hear me. It's a whole different language. It's a superpower. It's a financial yeah. superpower. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So how did you, how did you come across? Well, we'll get back into the debt matrix. But how did you come across yeah. this? And how did you how did you develop the term debt matrix? Well, you know, I was a uh, for twenty years. I was a computer engineer, a virtualization engineer. Okay, nice car, Lexus, nice, fancy high rise building place, whatever. Right. So I I I so called reached this pinnacle. Six-figure earner, college-educated, blockity blah bullshit, High right? Value man. Oh, I don't know if I can cuss on your channel. I'm sorry. Yeah, go I, ahead, go ahead. Know. Yeah, 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 yeah. And because uh, it just makes me feel so stupid <laughs> when I think about it. But here I'm, this college-educated, smart guy, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember looking, and, and I can't really explain this part, right? But I remember coming home one evening after work because I used to live in Seattle. I live in South Carolina now. Uh, I came home. And I, I thought I was sat in my Lexus and I was like, am I going to do this for the rest of my life? Get off work, come to the gym, go home, do the same thing over and over and over and over again. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, nah. I remember saying this to myself in the car. I was by myself. I was like, no, nah, that can't be. I can't do this to like I'm 60, 70. And then I then I enjoy life. I was like, nah. And then I didn't think twice about it anymore. Right. And then I went to uh, I went to go get a loan for something stupid. I don't know what I was getting it for. And I always had good credit, long, good job, good salary. So anytime I applied for a loan, I always got approved no matter what. So I didn't I apply. I I filled it out and wait to hear them back. Right. But this time they denied me. Now, I had good credit, long, long history and job, make over six figures. And they said no this time. And I was like, well, why are you guys telling me no? They said, well, your DTI, your debt to income ratio is too high. And I was like, oh, what's that? And then they send you this information on what it is and blah, blah, blah. But then I sat back and I was like, but wait a minute. I followed all the credit rules, make my payments on time, good job, never miss payments. But this time you guys are telling me no. I was like, wait a minute, something doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. By following the rules, got me in that much debt. 
That's what I said to myself, but I didn't have nobody to ask. I was like, wait a minute. I followed all you guys' rules and I'm in this much debt and I reached this much debt. Now you're telling me no. Mm-hmm. So that's when I went to research debt to income ratio. I was like, what does this mean? Mm-hmm. So they kind of give you the basic explanation. If your debt to income ratio is this high and you make this much and you triple this. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get all that. But something still doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Right. And as I'm typing debt in Google, I came across Dave Ramsey. Mm-hmm. Dave Ramsey basically said, take the math that we all learned in, uh, take the arithmetic that we all learned in elementary school. Apply it to your finances using these baby steps. Mm. That's what I hear, right? Because I was a computer. And I was like, no, it can't be that easy. No way. <laughs> and then I did it. Yeah. And I was like, holy crap. Yeah. All I had to do was apply math to my finances. And then I was so excited. I was like, how come other people don't know this? Because it has to be that way, mm. right? So then I took what Dave Ramsey showed, taught me, right? And you know, Dave Ramsey's big on religion and stuff, right? So I said, well, if it's just math, what does religion have to do with it? Nothing. Absolutely. One plus one equals two, no matter what religion you are. So I stripped that out. Uh And then when he's get to this baby step four, he says, when you pay off all your debt, start putting 15% away for retirement. Right. Mm. But then I said, wait a minute. But according to the laws of mathematics, if you put in your your mortgage payment minus your mortgage balance and hit equal, you don't have 15% to put away anything anywhere. Mm. I said, I said, that doesn't make sense. And I thought to myself, oh, that's business. Okay. That's why if it doesn't make mathematical sense, it's business. Yeah, okay. So I stripped that out. And so now I just brought it down here to the basics. And I didn't really understand the gift until like last month, the ability to see negative numbers psychologically. That's the answer to everything. Because if people could see negative numbers psychologically, home housing market, the housing debt wouldn't exist. Credit card debt wouldn't exist. Student loan debt wouldn't exist. Nobody would finance iPhones anymore. Nobody would finance TVs and refrigerators. That would all stop. I don't want that to happen. Yeah. I just want to be on the correct side of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That's how, And that's when I woke up. And I was like, man, it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And here I am. And so you're, <clears throat> how long did it take you to get out the, the debt matrix? Mm-hmm. It took me about two years, but I went hard, though. Once I realized I was a slave, I moved out of my fancy high rise, moved into a room in my sister's house. Mm. I sold my Lexus, sold all my furniture, sold my fancy, all my fancy stuff. I sold it and put it all to debt because I wanted to get out of debt fast. And this is what I was telling you. Once I saw the real number, I realized if I don't pay this debt off, I'm going to be a slave until I'm dead if I don't do that. Once you realize that you're a debt slave, everything changes. Yeah, You're going to do whatever it takes to get out of debt ASAP. So that's what I did. Sold everything. And now I'm free. That's not even bad. Two years, you know, just. So then after the two years pass and you're out of debt, how do you approach uh, life now? Like even when you buy things, do you want a nice house now? Do you want nice, like what? Or you just save and have the capital for it to buy it? Or, or how do you go about it now? Well, first of all, you got to realize the only way to buy a house is in cash there is no other way to buy a house only debt slaves think there's another way to buy a house there is no other way to buy a house there's no way that's impossible so when people call themselves homeowners or they say they bought a house you say you got a mortgage yeah you just don't say nothing else you're just like (laughs) okay whatever you just be quiet you don't say anything because you're gonna you're gonna lose friends and family because they're not gonna understand so you just say oh okay Whatever. Congratulations. That's what you say. Congratulations. And this is. And I, so so you buy tax liens. Uh-huh. 
uh, foreclosures because slaves are debt slaves are always losing stuff, right? And you just there to pick it up because you got cash. Ah, okay. You don't, you don't, the sale price, when you drive by a house and you see the sale price, it's not th that doesn't apply to people with cash. Yeah. That's for people who finance homes. Yeah. Not for me. I don't look, I don't care what the price of a house is. That's none of my business. Mm. Only when I sell, never when I buy. Right now, when you were saying that people, uh, that you don't, you, you can't even tell certain people that, you know, that they're, that they're not real homeowners and stuff like that. It kind of gets right. into the whole, uh, the conspiracy side of things right as far as uh that people just believe that that the bank owns the bank owns your home for the most part that's or, not a conspiracy though you got to take that word out it's a mathematical fact see how you're saying it when you yeah. do it this way chris this is what i want you to concentrate on if whatever you're saying is mathematically true it's a fact mm -hmm. okay mm -hmm. just you got that's that takes practice because you're still in the debt matrix so you're gonna you still got it's like a it's like a drug addict coming off of drugs. You got to go through some withdrawals, right? Because yeah. you've been in it for a long time. So you're gonna you gotta learn a new language and say things, but don't 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 ever always say mathematical facts so you can so you can shut doubters up. Okay. You can't you can't leave it open for opinion. When as soon as you say conspiracy, they can put in opinions. But if you add the calculator, they can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it was mm -hmm. more so what I was trying to uh, say was that people are under this illusion that oh we work so hard and then you go and get this loan for a home and then you get it and then you you think you own something and you just you hear a mortgage and i you I, I love when you said uh, what's the difference between a, a homeowner and a renter is that the renter just the renter knows they're a renter and the homeowner yes. thinks that they own the home or the Correct. so yeah that's why i try to tie in like the the conspiracy aspect of stuff because people are just under that illusion that just going to work and getting and being a, uh, accepted for a loan is enough to make you a homeowner. And that's important, Chris. It's important for them to believe that. Oh, that okay, illusion. Yeah. Right. They don't lie to them. They say, no. hey, come get the American dream. Yes. In order to dream, you got to be sleep. They're not lying to anybody. <laughs> it's not a trick. The banks are not tricking anybody. They're saying you want to live the American dream. And the people say, yeah, I do. They say, OK, here's a 30 year mortgage. You live an American dream. Yeah. They, they don't realize, wait a minute, don't I got to be sleep to dream? They're going to say, uh, <laughs> well, uh, yeah, why are you bringing that up? <laughs> why you got to bring that up? <laughs> are you being too loud? No, yeah, I, shut up. I feel Keep it that. down. <laughs> I feel that, man. It just, it just, how many, do you know the percentage of people that actually end up owning their homes? Uh, it's really low. It's that low? actually own homes. Yeah, that's it's really low. It's in a single percentage, probably singles. So mortgages is basically the maybe doubles, like the maybe number low one. Doubles. So mortgages are the basically like the number one thing that keep people in the in the debt matrix. Oh yeah, without them, the 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 more uh, the housing market couldn't exist without people in the debt matrix. Yeah, yeah. If everybody woke up and realized they weren't homeowners with thirty year mortgages, the housing market would crash. I don't want that. Damn, man. We need them. Yeah. We need that slaves. That's damn, there's really I don't want I don't want everybody to wake up. <laughs> as much as we do, we don't, huh? That's funny. No, we do. It could not work if 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 they didn't if they knew. See how I you, you see how I'm talking out loud with you on the mic? I I'm telling you, Chris, they can't hear me. Yeah. Literally. They cannot can. hear me. I might as well be going. <laughs> <laughs> 
want that Charlie Brown teacher voice. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> I might as well be doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love it though. I love it. I love that they can't hear me. I love it. So you're not, but you're not really against. You're not. You're not saying that you're against credit, then, right? It's just using it no. properly and smart. Correct. Okay. It's a tool. It's yes. a hammer. Yes. That's it. It's just a tool. You don't need it. Yeah, see, I have a, I have a, I have an above seven hundred uh, credit score too. But okay, how when it comes to credit score, does it really? I don't. I never. I've never like you know applied for a home loan or, or had a home a mortgage or nothing like that. So, is my credit lower than someone that has good the same credit limit the same credit score but just with a house mortgage? Is theirs worth more than mine or how do, how does how does credit really work like that? Okay, credit is a tool. Correct. There's nothing more. It's credit credit scores. That's how the banks reward debt slaves for staying in debt. Thank you for staying in debt. Here, I'm gonna reward you with a higher credit score. That's mm -hmm. for slave mm -hmm. for debt slaves. Okay. Credit means absolutely nothing. Okay. But if you go in to get a home loan, right, mm -hmm. with no debt and cash in the bank, they're gonna run your credit and they're gonna they're gonna treat you with respect because you're gonna walk into bank with no debt and money and real money. They're going to know Chris knows that. So they're not going to pull the they're not going to come to you with a subprime mortgage. They're not going to disrespect you that way because they know if they came to you with a subprime mortgage, you would just get up and leave the bank. How dare you insult me? Bye bye. You would yeah. leave. So they once they run your credit report and see no debt, mm -hmm. you're going to get respect. They will know that, you know, that's how I know other people like me. I just got to see your personal credit report. That's the only way I'm going to believe anything you say financially. I have to see your personal credit report. Show me yours and I'll show you mine. Because the, the reason why I have no problem showing mine, there's nothing on it. It's blank. Except, oh, excuse me, one credit card that I use. I have one credit card. Anything else, nothing. So I don't care if people look at it. There's nothing on it. Yeah. That's how you recognize other people that understand money. They have no debt. Nothing's on their personal credit report. So when you want something that is an X amount of dollars that you don't have the money for right now. Is it, is it as simple as just saving for what you want or do you go about it a different type of way? Okay. So I'm going to just tell you something. See how you're talking. You're speaking and you're speaking the language of debt. Okay. Mm. Right. Hey, what do you do? You save the money. And what, if you really want something, no, when you have no debt, you always have money. Yeah. When you don't have any debt, you always have money. Yeah, you don't think true. about stuff like that. And anything that you want to buy, you buy half price from a debt slave. Ah, Unless you want something brand new. But if you don't want it brand new, you just let the you let the debt slaves finance it till they get over their head. And then you come to say, hey, I'll give you half price for that, whatever. And then they'll take it because they have no money. You don't pay full price. When you when you have no debt, you don't pay full price yeah. for everything anymore. Those oh, days yeah. are done. Yeah, yeah. I don't pay full price for anything. Yeah, so every time someone tries to negotiate with cash, they're like, oh, I have cash. And then people always, well, all right, well, I'll give it to you for this much because they already have the money on them. Yeah. Correct. When I go get my truck fixed or something, they'll give me the bill and they'll say, hey, it's this much. I'll say, how much for cash? They'll go, oh, oh, okay. Whatever they're doing, I don't care what they're doing. Here you go, two, $300 less because it's cash. <laughs> Your world, the world... The world you will live in, Chris, will be totally, yeah. totally different. You will be the best podcaster on on YouTube. <laughs> you already, you already have the passion. The, yeah. the main part you already have is the passion. You already got it. Yeah, yeah. I know what now I want to do. Now you need do. this piece. Yeah, 
Is that because you're speaking dead? You don't know you're speaking dead, but these are great questions. I am speaking. Great no, question. I like that you're pointing it out, though. You know, for real, because. I'm, you're making me realize that I'm way more deeper than what I thought I was. And that's okay. You are. It's, it's okay. It's okay. I'm not saying it like, oh my God, I'm going to start crying. Nah, I just, I'm just, now nah, I'm just, damn, you're right. Well, you, bro. you think you are, but you're 27. You're not. You just think that. Okay. I promise you. Just, I have clients that are hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt, hundreds of thousands. You got any student loan debt? I don't. Oh, man. You are so ahead of the game, Chris. Oh, my God. I don't, man. Oh, you were just right here. I am. Right? I am. You're like man. you're in, you're in a room with no lights. You're going, hey. <laughs> I hear a voice. It's your Where voice. Is that coming it's from? your voice. <laughs> it's your voice. <laughs> you are so ahead of the game, Chris. Oh my God, no student loan debt. Mm. Yeah, no student loan, no mark, bro. That's what I'm saying. And then I make decent amount of money. I don't make the most money, but I make and it's just the fact that. I just keep adding on to the credit cards, opening up new ones, adding on and adding on. And I can buy right now. I need to like in order to get my my YouTube visuals how I want them. I need to get a laptop. Forty five hundred dollars with that laptop is coming into me. And I haven't bought it because I'm not trying you to. Talk about, are you talking about a Mac? Mm hmm. But a, a, a fully loaded one. Everything, you know, the graphic cards, the highest graphic cards, the highest RAM, highest memory, all that. So for forty five. Brand new. Brand new. All right. This is OK. This is what that, you're doing, Chris. That's late talk, oh. huh? That's late talk. No, no. Okay, I'm, this is for you. It's okay. not. It sort of is, and but sort of isn't. Okay, I'm not against business debt. Okay, but unfortunately, you are in debt. Yes. The business of Chris is in debt. Yes. The business of Chris is in debt, so you can't own a business outside of yourself because you don't even own yourself. Mm. But when you get out of personal debt, <clears throat> you're going to reorganize your business podcast the properly proper way. And you're going to go, this is how you would do it. You go to somebody that knows a lawyer or somebody that knows how to license you right and put it, make sure all the taxes are straight. You walk in and say, Hey, yeah. Are you debt free? Personally? If they say yes. Okay. I'll do business with you. If you're not, I'm not doing business with you, especially when they got to do with money and taxes. Mm. They must be debt free personally to understand what we're talking about here, because right now you're mixing it right now. You're mixing, you're buying stuff with your money from your check for your business. You're, 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 yeah. you're swapping stuff. And it, and when I hear you say, I'm a drop, like if you had no debt and you said you were going to charge a $4,500 laptop for your business, that is totally different. Yeah. Okay. That's different it. because you wouldn't buy it as Chris. Mm -hmm. You would buy it as Chris, da, 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 podcast, blah, 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 yeah. the business name. Mm -hmm. that's different okay that makes sense so you wouldn't think you when you get out of personal debt you won't care what if if it's gonna the best equipment that's gonna make your business run the way you want it to run you're gonna drop that money yeah. period because you know you're gonna get it back you already yeah. but you're in personal debt so you can't really see that right it's now. foggy it's foggy yeah it's foggy yeah yeah and that's how i feel i got just and like, like I said, I don't like to think I'm exaggerating, bro, LJ, because it's not no crazy amount. It's literally, it's more, it's less than 20,000 for sure. That's nothing. Well, of your debt? Yes, that's nothing. Oh, man. And I know you probably, like, that's why I told you this was going to be a little bit different. You know, I'm younger. I don't, I'm not, I don't have a lot of life experience like that. Well, what the scary part is right now, you don't know the exact number, okay? Yes. You're guessing. Mm -hmm, you got to, you got, that's step number one. You got to take the guesswork out of it. Because once you know it, once you know it, you don't have to do anything 
about it right at the moment. Just you're going to see it, let it soak in. Uh, you got to understand knowing that total, you are already doing something millions of people haven't done. You, you, but you don't realize you taking these steps that many, millions of people are too scared to take. Mm. They don't want to know. Once you know, you're going to walk around because you can't unlearn it. Once you see this number, Chris, you're not going to be yeah. able to forget it. You're not going to wake up the next day and say, damn, what was that number? You're never going to forget <laughs> it. OK, you're never. And then you're going to do what it takes to get out. And that's what I do. People come to me at that point. Once they realize it, I say, here's the plan. Follow these steps. And that and then I go into their personal lives. And I say, you can trim this. You don't have to pay that much for this no more. You don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. This is the way to get out of that. This is the way you can change that, get the exact same service, but do it this way. You just go, I just go through your whole life. Mm. So can you, can you, can, okay, let's use, let's use me for an example. Can you kind of tell me what I should do first? What should someone do first if they realize the number? First, you need to, if you got a credit karma and an Experian account, okay? And a what account? You log into Experian. Experian? Those are the three credit report agencies. Okay. Okay. okay, the three main ones. The two are on two of them are on uh Credit Karma mm -hmm. and Experian is by itself. Okay. You go log into because they be they be putting some stuff over here and some stuff there and it's mixing and they do that on purpose to keep debt slaves confused and in debt. Okay. That's mm -hmm. that's like a trick, a business trick or something. I don't know why they do that, but but then you go through all those and then you find out all your bills and you add it all up. Usually when you log into your credit karma it, and, and your experience, the number is usually right at the top. You don't really have to go deep into it. The number and then put those add, make sure those numbers together. And then that's how much total debt you're in. Right. And and then. Um, so, one, so once you figure out that number and then someone comes to you and says, LJ, I need I need help. What would you what, what's the first thing you kind of recommend after they you've identified the number and they know the number? What I do is uh, I what I do is go through the credit report personally. Okay. I go through it because I, I know what I'm looking for. I go through each credit report, get exact numbers, organize what, uh, make sure I see what's all on the credit report, if they got collections. And then I just tell I, I, I put it on a spreadsheet to tell them how to handle all these things. Mm. And then I'll go through their personal life. See. You know, if what, 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 how much you're paying for your phone bill, electricity, uh, uh, internet, blah, blah, blah. Because there's different ways to get the same services for less money. Because once you're out of debt, you don't pay the same prices as debt slaves. You just don't do that. Everything's different. Even for the internet bill and all that? Yeah, even for the internet. You say, hey, can I pay this by the year? Yeah, you get a discount. Oh. <laughs> I, I pay anything that they offer me to pay by the year. That's what I do. Because you have money to do that. It's always the cheapest. Always. Oh, yeah. Damn. Damn. That's, damn, I never, I'm definitely in the matrix, LJ. <laughs> but, you know but you know you're in the debt matrix, Chris. You know that. That's yeah. big. You, I, I know you don't think it's big, but that's huge. No. That is huge. Yeah. It is. I mean, yeah. I guess I don't recognize how big it is because I'm just... I, I, I realize it, but it's still... It just, it, just, it just fucks with me. And I know it's like... It's like I need to stop just being a crybaby and go fucking fix it. And that's it. You know, just handle it. You'll be out of this shit in, what, two years, if that. And that's mm -hmm. it. But the fact that, like, even when it comes to being at work and picking up more hours to, to try to pay off the debt and stuff, it's just, nah, I'm going to go home and pot. I got a pot today. I got this I'm going to do. So I don't, it's going to get taken care of, the minimum payment, but mm. not the minimum. I'm, I'm very good at giving above, above, but 
the new the newer ones the newer the newer debt is definitely getting paid by the minimum payment and that's what's really bugging me too i'm so used to just paying everything off month every month every month every month and just building my credit that way because i started building my credit when i was what 16 i got my I got why my, do you want to build your credit why do you want to do that i guess because i'm still under the illusion of having amazing credit score is the way to go and that credit is Correct. everything and i'm, I'm that's I, a trick I know That's it's a, a tool, like you said. I know it's a hammer, but I'm I still I'm still living by society standards in that when it comes to that. That's the yeah. That's the debt matrix. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's the debt matrix. Yeah. If it, it, you got to understand, no currency at all exists for debt slaves. Gold, silver, crypto, cash, nothing. Nothing exists for slaves. They don't know that. Mm. Yeah. They don't. They don't know gold or crypto whatever none no currency in any form exists for debt slaves none and i can prove it all on the calculator what do you mean that it don't exist for people okay i'll show you all right you remember that one we did earlier on your calculator mm-hmm. your savings right mm-hmm. now imagine and you put put that back in the calculator put the, what we just did earlier and don't tell me the result just we just know it's in the negative but we're going to we're going to switch we're going to switch a couple things Okay. Okay. Now imagine your savings was the amount you had in gold. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Does the does, now if we put the same calculation in cat does the does the number change on the bottom? The answer. If you had five thousand dollars worth of gold. No. Okay. Now pretend you had five thousand dollars worth of silver. Does the answer in the calculator change? No. Okay. What if you had five thousand dollars in cryptocurrency? Would the answer on the calculator change? No. Right. No currency exists for debt slaves. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't <laughs> exist. Now, if you had $2,000 worth of gold in your hand, right? Uh-huh. And you handed it to me, mm-hmm. right? And just pretend you handed it to me. Guess what I have? $2,000 in gold. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't want no debt. So gold's real for me. But as soon as I hand it back to you, it disappears. Damn. You think you have it in your hand, but you really don't. The calculator says uh, you, you don't have no gold in your hand. So the only, you don't have no gold. So they're only assets of your debt free. Correct. You can own, you can't own anything if you don't own yourself. That's, true, That's yeah. impossible. Yeah. According to the laws of mathematics, which is an exact science, says if you are in debt, you can't own anything because you don't own yourself. Nothing exists. They don't slave debt slaves don't know that. This is the world you live in, Chris. So people that are still slaves to this debt matrix. Um, mm-hmm. can you talk about like the their illusion towards cryptocurrency? Because I have I've I'm under that I'm under that matrix as well, and I believe that I'm invested into it. But I I also, you know, I, it, it hits when you say you guys don't even own a full coin. You're really just find like trying to finance a coin. Mm-hmm. Okay, put one in my hand first. Show show me it. Put it in my hand. Let me see. You got one in your pocket? No. You got a piece of you got a crypto coin in your pocket? No. Nah. Let me see if I have one. No, yeah. I don't think they exist. Yeah, physically, no. Okay, how much did you invest in cryptocurrency? Oh, man, a few thousand, like three thousand, three, four. How much? Like four thousand dollars. Okay, oh, get your calculator out again. Put in four thousand minus your total debt and hit equal. Minus my total debt. Okay, don't tell me the answer. Okay. Okay. Just look at it. The reason why you believe you invested in cryptocurrency because you can't see negative numbers. <laughs> That's why you believe you invested in cryptocurrency. But what? If, That's why you believe that. 
I'm already, that's the debt matrix. I'm already talking. Now you're making conscious of what I say because I'm gonna say, well, what if, what? Okay, let's say hypothetically, did these coins in next year are able to pay off my my debt? Mm-hmm. I mean, is that, okay. that's a good oh, thing. Get, right? the, get your calculator. Okay, get your calculator again. That's how much money you have to pay off your debt, right there. <laughs> right there. That's how much you yeah. have to pay off your debt next year or whatever Bitcoin gonna do, whatever whatever it does. That's how much money you have to pay off your debt, right there. You can't invest with you can't invest in Bitcoin with negative dollars. That's impossible. Mm. But for some reason, Chris believed he did. So you also gonna believe uh, you gonna pay it off with uh, you know. The, I don't know. I don't. I mean, I've never been under the impression that I'm gonna own a full coin. Like I'm not even invested into Bitcoin. I'm more so not even the, the altcoins, but I am in the Ethereum back in the day when it was low. So I did make money off a lot of these a lot of these coins. Doge. I was invested before it became a the the hot topic of you know mm-hmm. social media and the dog and go to the moon and all that. Mm-hmm. And um, but even then, like a lot a lot of the coins that I was invested in. I didn't even pull when that when they made money because I was thrown to this illusion that one day they're gonna I'm gonna bank out. So I didn't even touch mm-hmm. it or sell or nothing. I just left them in there. I'm not gonna touch this. I'm gonna see this in a few years. Mm-hmm. And that to me, looking back, I should have pulled it and paid the debt off. But because I'm like, nah, in, in a few in a year it might be even worth triple than what I'm gonna cash out on. And I messed up because I could have definitely eliminated a quarter of my debt. That's that's see, see how you that's called slave splaining. Ah. Do you think that whole story, that's all made up in your head. None of what you just said exists. Damn, None of it. That's true. Because you didn't have the money to invest in the first place. So it doesn't exist. I could have did this. Well, what do you could have well, tripled well, and this and huh? Well, what do you mean I didn't have the money to invest in the first place? Because I own You're in the neg You're in the negative. Oh, okay. You don't have no money? Okay, yeah. So so you can't do that. Okay. So you don't have no money to invest in Bitcoin. That's why. No, that's but why I, Bitcoin doesn't. That's I, why Bitcoin doesn't exist. But I. What if at the time when I did invest, I wasn't in debt? Then you could. Okay, that because that's what I that's what I did. I wasn't in debt when I when I initially invested. You had you had no debt when you invested in Bitcoin. Okay, just a car payment. Okay, then no. Yeah. Okay. Okay, you can't. I see how you say. Oh, just a car payment. What? Just some debt. <laughs> I guess because it's so regular and we're just so used to looking at it like it's a regular thing part of our lives. I know as the, the, the matrix. Debt I matrix. Know, I know. In the debt matrix. Now you're making when you put it, it put it this way, Chris. When you get out of debt, you're gonna play cryptocurrency very differently. Very differently. Mm. This is all you gotta do, Chris. Anybody that's talking that claim this is what I want you to concentrate on this, Chris, okay? Anybody claiming to be a crypto professional genius making all this money this is what i want you to say to them are you making car payments if they say yes don't Don't listen to them and next person said oh man you take this and they show you these fancy graphs on youtube channels and they make it look real fucking fancy too right and then you say you got student loan debt yes you just unsubscribe from them because you're wasting your time Mm. they don't know what they're talking about you can't invest in cryptocurrency with student loan debt that's impossible yeah click buy unsubscribe they don't know what they're talking about. Anybody giving you cryptocurrency advice, you first ask them, is that a finance cell phone in your hand? Yeah. Unsubscribe. Oh, any advice at that? Any financial advice at that? Anything. Anything financial. Anything. Yeah. If they're making car payments, I just tune them out. Boop. Damn. Not listening okay. to you. 
I don't fi never find when you get out of debt, you're going to know never to finance things that go down in value at an interest rate. That makes absolutely no sense. CNTS. Mm. I'm cutting up all my cars today. <laughs> these crypto, these crypto professionals, man, they be cracking me up. Oh, they crack me up when I go to these channels. They crack me up, man. I'll be like, man, look at all these debt slaves giving out financial advice to a coin that don't even exist. That's amazing. <laughs> And they got books on it and they got all this stuff. And hey, it was this, there was this Asian guy. He did the blockchain. I'm like, wow, you guys be coming up with some amazing stories. Wow. That's a, you got still on debt. Yeah. That's why you believe all that. You got still on debt older than your children. Oh, you want to tell me about Bitcoin? No, thank you. Oh, man. This matrix is for real. For real, I didn't even. I love it though. I it could not be. I could not be free without the debt matrix. Thank I you, know. people that finance stuff. I know, but I mean, when I'm on, when I go on the other side, then that's when I'll be like, "Oh, we need, we need y'all." <laughs> but right now, I'm like, yeah. "No, you, this is this me. I need to get out of this," because it's just, I just, I guess it's the psychology aspect of being in debt to me. You know, because I, I have always known about my parents always instill that in me, like, don't get in debt, don't get in debt, don't don't be be debt free, be debt. If you have the money, buy it. If you have the money, buy it. But I, obviously, I'm getting older, I'm becoming my own person, and then I am getting fooled, and I do want better things, and I want nicer things. I'm putting vacations on my card. I'm doing it's just, and now I'm at the point where it's just, I'm not my checks every every month. My, my I get paid biweekly, so my what I make a month is. It's all going back to me paying things off. And I'm only left with money to eat, money to put gas, money for my bills. But, I mean, all that ends up leaving. And I'm living my paycheck to paycheck. And I'm obviously trying to do this. And I'm ex ex uh, spending money on this and that and this. And now I'm just – and I got to a point finally where it's eating me. Now I do feel like it's messing with me like psychologically. And I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking I'm in a hole and when I read your, when I seen Debt Matrix, I was like, I don't know what that is, but I'm that's, I'm definitely part of that. I'm definitely in there. And well, that's the that's the debt matrix. I keep telling you the the space between your calculator and your brain. That's the debt matrix. That's where the banks set up shop. Yeah, they, okay, they, yeah. the banks put all their businesses in the debt matrix. That's where they set up shop. They say, yes, you can. Yeah. You can be a homeowner. Yes, you can. You can get that car you can't buy with cash. Yeah. Yes, you can. Yeah. Because you got to remember, too, this is debt slaves don't know this. OK. Debt slaves finance taxes. We finance okay, so taxes. I'm going to show you. OK. 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 So when they walk on a car lot to finance a car, because there's only one way to buy a car, that's cash. There is no other way to buy a car. OK. Right. OK. Since they don't have the money for the car, that's why they're financing it, because they don't have the money to buy it. Mm hmm. Okay. And if they don't have the money to buy the car, guess what else they don't have money for? The taxes. Okay. So they wrap it up in one bundle. So that the car and the taxes, they wrap it up in a bundle and then put a bow of called the interest rate on it. And then they finance it for 84 months. So a debt slaves finance taxes too. When you go wow. on, you go on a car lot and buy cash, you pay for the car and the taxes right there. Goodbye. We're done. See ya. Right. But they finance taxes. That's called phantom incomes. Debt slaves don't know about that. <laughs> that That's the debt major. We need that. That's important to finance taxes. Thank you. Thank you, debt slaves. When did you decide that you wanted to to voice voice your knowledge? 
the more it kept coming to me in pieces. It still comes to me. But how the, did the how, pieces? How did they start? Oh, the pieces. I'm sorry. I thought you were gonna say the people start coming to you. You said the pieces. No pieces. Okay. The pieces start. The picture of the economy kept getting bigger and bigger. It's like, wait a minute. If I'm in debt, I can't put away money for retirement plans. No, you can't. No, Ooh. you can't put away. You can't get a match of 401k if you have no money. He said, that's a, that's, wait a minute. Then I was like, then what about all, what about Roth IRAs? No, no, you can't do any of that. You have no money. None, zero. You can't save money on taxes. Nothing, nothing. Let's talk about that, LJ. Okay. IRAs and 401ks. Mm-hmm. I'm in the debt matrix, as you can tell so far. If, you listen, if you've been listening to the episode, I'm definitely in the debt matrix. So don't feel bad if you're on it too. But what do you say about 401ks and IRAs? Because I have both. Bad, huh? Bad? Nah? Yeah, I'll show you. Bring up your calculator again. <sighs> Is it still on the calculator? Which number? The one from the... Your savings minus debt. Is, put, that, put that number up there again and okay. hit equal. Yeah. And let me know when you're done. Yeah. That's how much money you have to put in your 401k and your IRA. <laughs> That's how much money you have to put away for your to for your money to double and triple or whatever your job tell you it's going yeah, to do. Yeah, yeah. That's how much money you have for it to do. Yeah. So, how much how much you earn it? Is it a big number? Well, you have enough to retire? Does the calculator say you have enough to retire now? No. Not, Not yet, huh? No, because no. you can't. You can't do it. The calculator is saying you can't do it. So right now, so if I'm if I'm still in debt, I sh- yeah, I shouldn't I shouldn't even be bothering with an IRA or a four hundred one. You say stop. You say stop all that. Done. Stop. Damn. And I'm over here thinking and that's so crazy too because yeah, like I'm I just I'm just realizing the brainwash is just coming. Like the way I've been brainwashed is just, is just like running through my mind right now. See, there you go using those words again. You brainwashed. Well, how's the is the calculator brainwashing you? No, the way I've been brainwashed to believe that having these four hundred one ks and these IRAs because the, the that's t- the debt matrix. That's exactly business. that's what I'm saying because they're ma- they're making me realize oh when you're sixty you have all this money but if I'm still in debt I don't got that money and I, I'm right. I, it's so simple but I never even looked at it like that I'm over here thinking like oh I'm gonna be sixty if I am in debt I'm gonna pay all this off you know right. <laughs> it's, I know it's crazy you mean thirty year thirty you twenty seven so thirty three years from now. Then you're going to be able to really do whatever you want to do. They don't even make any sense. It None. Don't. Zero. It's just business, though. Once you get out of the debt matrix, you're going to go, oh, that's why they do that. Yeah. That's why they say that. Yeah. Oh, that's why they say they can save taxes on that. Oh, that's why. Because taxes are not bad and evil and mean. and that, That's all. A, that's a lie. That's a trick. Okay. Taxes can help you build wealth. Mm. They don't they don't keep you down. That's a trick. That's not that's not true. Mm. taxes help you build wealth that's why you don't do tax evasion and all that other stuff that's for people that don't understand the rules that's why they're cheating because they don't understand the rules Mm. Mm. can you expand on that that it helps you create wealth well that's you you the only way you can under ever understand that you have to be out of debt as you'll never be able to see what i'm talking about but when you get out of the debt matrix you'll see why you because you ever wonder why you can go to prison for 20 years for tax evasion. You no. didn't kill nobody, mm-hmm. stab nobody. You didn't take nobody's life. But why you got to go to 20, year, 20 years in prison for tax evasion? Because it's the backbone of the whole economy. Mm. None of this would work if they didn't force everybody to play. Yeah. 
They had that. That's why you have to pay that. They have to force everybody to play. If they stop and said, Hey, everybody can voluntarily pay their taxes. Now you think people would pay their taxes. They wouldn't pay. Their taxes. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But once you understand it, you get out of debt. He's like, Oh, that's why that penalty is so severe. That's why. And then you just don't do it ever. Damn, LJ. You're fucking and then up. you find a dex when you when you get your business going, you find a debt free tax person. You walk into their office, say, "Are you personally debt free?" If they say yes, you say, "Good." Then it means you understand the rules. Here's my stuff. Call me when you're done. Bye. Because mm. they they immediately understand the rules. People that are debt free that do your business taxes, they know something different than people that are in debt that do business taxes and personal taxes, whatever taxes. Period. Yeah. Man, LJ, it's a lot of there's lots to unpack in this. When you're making me, <laughs> you're making me reflect on my choices, and that's a good thing. But I'm just really thinking. I'm over here thinking I'm a, I'm woke and I'm doing the right thing and I'm trying to stay ahead. And it's just like, bro, no, you are, you are, you, you still, you're just missing pieces. That's all. You you're way woke. Believe that you are way woke. Okay, because I sw- I watched some of your stuff. I'm like, damn, this dude knows. Okay. <laughs> he, he knows. I know a lot of people. I'm sure people talking about, like, oh, this dude's crazy. Yeah. No, he's not crazy. He's not crazy. Right? You're just missing this piece. That's yeah. It. And I think because I also look at it like money isn't a thing. Money isn't real. And, and getting back into like the like the you know they I, you don't like the word, but I'm saying the conspiracy stuff because you know that's a category. So we what we hear we preach more. You know you, they preach about the banks own everyone. They own the mortgage, and, and that's true. You know they own they own. It's everything. true. Yeah. So I they run everything. That. So I think when I when I think about just like you say I'm woke, but I'm over here thinking, okay, just keep utilizing fake money because it don't all this don't even matter at the end of the day. But it is a game that we're, that's being played, and I have to just play it better than a lot of other people. And I think that's where I'm messing up too. You just got to understand the rules, right? Okay, there you go. Here, let me show you. Let me give an example of how the banks run everything, and it's not a big deal. I don't care if they run everything, whatever. Right. You know, I don't care, right? Mm-hmm. What if they? What if the, all the banks decided to cut off everybody's credit cards? Oh, what do done. you think would happen to the economy if they did that? Now that goes down. The whole economy, everybody, would, the businesses would crash. Yeah. Nobody could buy anything because you got to remember, debt slaves have no money. So right there should show you that the banks run everything. Mm-hmm. People could not survive if credit cards didn't exist. Yeah. All right. So that right there tells you that the banks control everything. And that's clear. That's clear. I understand the rules. Yeah. Uh, I get it. Right. Yeah. I only involve the bank when I need for business. Okay. All right, I want to do business. I want to maybe get this building. I'll get a business loan or whatever. Right, right, whatever. Right, I get it. But I'm gonna pay it off and I'm gonna own it. Mm. That's how the bank. As long as you, when you get yeah. out of debt, you're gonna clearly see that the banks run everything for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like I understand that even now, but man, even when I thought I was getting ahead and for my future. You ain't getting you're ahead. ahead. You're, you're, you're ahead. ahead. You're ahead, and I am, and I am implementing certain things to, to in my head, keep me ahead. But if you're not out of debt, you're not really getting ahead, and that's what you're no. making me realize right now. That all Correct. the yeah, like like you, like you said earlier, I'm man, I'm I'm how do you say I'm slave explaining this, and it's it's true. That's what I'm saying. Like now, I'm like trying. I'm gonna ask you a question, but then I'm thinking, nah, it goes back to the same thing. It goes back to the same thing. I'm I'm in debt. I'm in this matrix. And yeah. I, I'm not looking at it from your perspective. But what yet. you're trying to do is what you're what what you're trying to do is trying to get around math. 
That's why I keep bringing you back to the calculator because there is no way around math. Mm. But you're just doing what everybody in a debt matrix, they, they always th- they always say the same thing. What if I took this money, invested in Bitcoin, flipped it, and then I paid off my debt? What, what about then? What if I take the money that I earned over here and, and then I paid off my student loan debt with it? They always say the same thing. It doesn't mean anything. You wh- Whatever. You could say whatever you want to say. It doesn't change the fact. It doesn't change the calculator. Yeah. They all say the same thing. They do. They don't know that. They don't know they say the same thing. Yeah. OK, I, I will only say that like you're asking me the question, but I don't go out into public and say, hey, man, you really don't own that car. No. You, if you believe you own the car, you make a payments. You just believe you own the car. People that find think about it, people that finance Tesla's, they really believe they're saving money on gas. Why? They Why really say, believe that. Why do you say that? Huh? Why do you say that? All they have to do is open up their calculator, put in their, their their car payment minus their car balance and hit equal. That's how much money they're saving on gas. But they're not they don't need gas. So what do you, what do you mean? If they open up their calculator uh-huh. and put in their car payment, car payment minus their car balance. So okay. say like their car payment was five hundred mm-hmm. and their car balance was twenty thousand that they owed. And then you hit equal on the calculator. That's negative $19,500. Oh, okay. That's how much money you're saving on gas. Negative. <laughs> Nobody saves money on gas on a finance car. That's impossible. Sheesh. And you know what else they're wasting in time? They're wasting debt slaves. And I don't mean to go off with electric cars because there's a, I know there's a lot of them in Tesla, like everybody in California, like everybody's rich or something, right? They'll go and spend an hour at a charging station <laughs> to charge a car. <laughs> That's like when I had somebody like that, I said, tell me this. What if you had to pull up to a gas station with a regular gas car? Would you wait an hour to pump your gas? No. They go, no. Then why would you do it for a finance car or electric car? They go, I don't know, because the car owns you. That's why. Propaganda is crazy. I, when bro. I buy a Tesla, I'm going to have a supercharging station built into my house. I'm not yeah. going to be sitting at a, I'm not going to be waiting in line first and then go wait in a longer. Oh, no, I'm not doing none of that. You time your time will become right now. You don't realize time is the most valuable thing on earth, right? Okay. Because you're in debt, because you don't own the time in yes. your life. Once you get out of debt, that comes to the forefront, Chris. You won't let anybody waste your time. They're gonna think you're an asshole because you're like, hey, the podcast starts at three, and these guys show up at uh, three ten, and it, 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 they start disrespecting your time. You're gonna say, nope, sorry, you can't come on my show. So, oh man, I was just ten minutes late. Sorry. Yeah. You're not going to mess around with that. You're not going to let anybody waste your time. When you show up for meetings, lunchtime, and they just show up, oh, it's not a big deal. They're showing you how they respect their own time. Yeah. Yeah, man. LJ, how much do you charge? <laughs> <laughs> we can talk offline. We'll talk offline. And I, I'm, 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 I'm definitely tapping in with you. I'm serious because I, I think also just me personally speaking for myself, I do need someone not hold me accountable, but I do need someone like for certain things that I'm that are out of my field. Like it's, it's nothing crazy. Like now what you're telling me is like okay, cool. Calculate, calculate the number, and then obviously just start paying off the debt. You know, do things to pay off the debt. But um, this is your field. This is what you what you specialize. Well, in. for you with your age and what you've told me, I wouldn't charge you what I normally charge because. You're not, I can tell by the way you're talking to me, you don't, you think you have a lot of stuff, but you really, you don't have a lot of stuff. You know, you don't. So I wouldn't, I, don't, I wouldn't bro. charge that. I don't. I wouldn't do that. But you like, don't. I just never, I guess, yeah, I guess you're even right too. Like you, what you said about the business stuff. 
because I think that's the biggest thing right now to me too. That I just recently got a bunch of equipment and a bunch of and everything. And now I still need more equipment, but I still have to spend a few more racks. And it's just like, uh, I don't know if I could do it. I'm already pushing the I'm already pushing it. Well, the lucky thing about you, Chris, you already have your passion before getting out of debt. Ah. I didn't have my I didn't have this passion. I didn't say, hey, I'm gonna get out of debt and then I'm gonna go on YouTube. And then I'm gonna that didn't ha- it didn't happen like that. Mm-hmm. It didn't happen nowhere near that, right? It just happened progressively. I got out of debt because I still worked one more year after I got out of debt. And I noticed my job changed totally. I felt like I was trapped. Uh, Traffic started to irritate me going to work and coming home from work. Uh, It started to really bother me to go to lunch and then have to come back to work. That really bothered me. And I started noticing uh, jobs were asking me to do stuff off the clock. You know, but you you don't say anything yeah. because you you don't want to upset the manager or stuff. But when I got out of debt, I didn't allow any of that. that. First of all, I recognized all that stuff. I said, "Wait a minute, I'm not getting paid for that. No, no, I'm not doing that." Yeah, a lot of them were they were shocked when I would say no. I'd be like, "Are you paying me for that? No, then no." And that's you that- can't call me anytime you, because when you're a computer engineer, they pay for your phone right about eighty uh. percent of your phone bill. When I was in debt, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm getting up, man. They're paying 80% of my phone bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they were calling me anytime they wished. Yeah. Anytime they wished. And then I thought, to, after I got out of debt, I said, wait a minute. If you're paying me a salary for 40 hours a week, but you can call me anytime you wish, that means you own 24 hours of my life, but only paying me for 40 yeah, hours a yeah. week. And I was like, uh, that stops. No, you can't do that. And then I ended up quitting. I made $160,000 a year. I said, I quit. Damn, sure did. Quit. See ya. So you you don't work anymore? You just resort to living your life to the fullest? Doing, doing what I'm doing right now with mm, you. Nice. I had no plan. They said, what are you going to do, LJ? I said, I don't know. They thought I was crazy. Did you also have a lot of... Uh, of money savings yeah i had savings okay, i'm sorry yeah could? i did have savings once, once you get out of debt you your your money and your bank account is going to stack so fast your head's going to spin you're going to be like holy what yeah because your check is going to go into your go into your savings account and it's going to sit there because you have no payments yeah it's and then you're going to be like wait wow i don't have to pay anything nope sure don't damn Sounds that sounds it sounds so unreal, but it's not. It sounds so unobtainable, but it's literally right there. And it just takes sacrifice. You know what sounds unreal discipline. to me? You know what sounds unreal to me, Chris? That Bitcoin's in a no flip. No rent. Oh. That sounds unreal to me. No rent. That sounds amazing. Oh my God. <laughs> look how you made, look how you how what I said was astounding. You're like, oh my God, that sounds now. I want you to do this, Chris. Go out in the streets and say, guess what, everybody? I don't have any rent or mortgage. See what? See how many? You probably get in a fight. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I work and be the funniest because they'd be like, "You live alone?" I'm like, "Yeah." They're like, "Well, how much? You, pay? you don't pay rent or nothing?" I'm like, "No." How does How does that happen? And I'm like, "Oh, my parents left me at home." Oh, must be nice. You don't even have to be here full time if you didn't want to. <laughs> it's just like that. Right? That's jealousy. You can't. Once you get out of debt, you have to be quiet though. You can't talk to people like that because they're going they're going to get jealous and uh, mad at you. And all this other stuff. You yeah. just got to say, "Oh yeah, okay. Hey man, check out my new car." You know, 
employees always do this. They get a job and they go finance a brand new car. And then they roll it up to the job and everybody's like, oh, dude must make some money. Look at it. Is he making car payments? Yeah, he don't got no money. That's the realest shit ever, LJ. Yeah. Family, friends, they get a they get a new job. I'm going to show off my new status, my new level of income, yes. and they pull up with a nice car, but do you own it? No. no. You know what they're you know what they don't know what they're saying cuz they're dead slaves? What? If you roll up to your job with a brand new finance car, the the job the the boss knows you're not going anywhere anytime soon for at least 5 years. That's a fact. That's a, That's fact. a fact. And even earlier when you were saying how people um like just people are uh we're a lot of people are scared to lose their jobs or we're I'm scared to lose my job too because then we can't even uh, uh, pay the debt off anymore. We're like literally there because and I've had those same thoughts because I was injured at the beginning of the year, right? I was on EDD because I had got I was on my sciatica messed up, I couldn't walk or anything like that. So then I, for six months I missed the first six months of work uh, and when I returned back, I was not feeling it. I wasn't even like mad at people. I was just I just got so used to doing things at my time, on my time. And the right. podcast did it blew it didn't blow up, but it started doing numbers the six months that I was not going to work. Getting a right. check, getting a hundred dollars less, you know. Right. Uh, the edd everything was going into here all my attention was going into building building this that when i went back i really wanted to quit and in my mind it's so sad that i i just everything that was just playing in my mind is you got bills bro who gonna pay this who gonna pay that mom and dad ain't gonna ain't gonna bail you out like who gonna do it <laughs> and and it, it just that thought i would get like just not even depressed but i would get sad being at work and people and i remember when my coworker came up to me like a few days after i got back and he goes mm -hmm. Damn, bro, you look miserable. <laughs> and I said, and I wasn't even like mad or nothing. I'm like, why? What makes you say that? He goes, bro, you do not want to be here. <laughs> He's like, you have so much fun when you were in here. And I'm you like, know what you got, Chris? You got a taste. You got a taste of what it's like. That's what it is. Okay. Yes. Now, had you gone six more months, you wouldn't have went back. You would have figured out something else. Mm. I didn't know that. What you're experiencing now, I didn't know that. Until I, when I first quit my job, mm -hmm. everybody thought I was crazy. Oh my God, you've been there for 20, you know, your career is 20 years. You're making all, you quit a six figure job, blah, blah, blah. Right. Yeah. So the first month or two, I was going through withdrawals. Oh my God, I'm going to, I haven't been at work for a while. I'm going to lose my skills and blah, blah, blah. Six months, it started calming down. Once I reached a year mark, I stripped myself of that program. Because that's a program, right? Yeah. There's seven days in a week. Yes. Your employer owns five of those days. Yes, correct. That should tell you right there, you obviously don't own the time in your life. By default, there's seven days a week, your employer owns five. Yeah. Right there should tell you you don't own the time in your life. Mm -hmm. That's a problem. Mm -hmm. And once you get out of debt, you're going to realize Saturday and Sunday are not specials. They're not special. They're, they're now different than Mondays. Monday's not bad. Tuesday's not, they're just days of the week. Yeah. You're going to realize that. And then, and then once you get out of it, you're going to start losing track of time because right now, if you're always looking at the clock, that because time, the clock owns you. That's why you're always looking at the clock. I don't never know what time it is unless I, I got something scheduled like today. Okay. I got to pay attention to the clock because I, I got to be on with Chris. But after we're over, I just, I don't have, I don't look at the clock anymore for the rest of the day. Why? There's no reason to, I don't need it. You're on your time. I love I'm it. I'm on my time. I love You're it. You're gonna man. own your time, Chris. You are I keep telling you, you're already headed the game because you already have found your passion. I found my passion after. You have it now, but you have debt in your way 
messing your stuff up. Yes. Once that is moved, you're going to be full force to your podcast. You're going to get all the best equipment, whatever you need. You're going to do it because you know where it's going to take you. You already know. Can you can you describe the feeling that you had when that debt hit zero? A big, huge weight got lifted off my shoulder. Like instantly. An, un, an unexplainable feeling. Yeah. But it was it wasn't instantly because I had to get I, I I still had to realize what zero meant. I didn't I didn't immediately know I was a debt slave that whole time, right? I started really I started really noticing when uh I didn't my job didn't mean that much to me. I didn't really I wasn't doing bad. I wasn't going to job not performing my duties, but I wasn't giving them extra outside the business. You, you're not paying me for that. I'm not doing that, you know? And then I started noticing, uh, I was trying to tell my friends, they just wasn't listening. Mm -hmm. and, and I noticed I didn't have any more stress. Stress was gone. No more stress. While all my friends, you, you ask the average person right now, Hey man, how you doing? Oh man, I'm stressed. They all say the same thing. Oh man, I'm stressed. Oh man, I'm stressed. They don't know what they're saying. And then when you say, well, I don't have any, they're like, what's your problem? Yeah. Everybody has. I, no, I don't. I keep telling you, I sleep like a baby. Sleep is important. I sleep eight to 10 hours because I want to, yeah. that you have, your body needs it. It helps you think better. It helps you come up with better ideas for your show because we, we need sleep. Yeah. But, but the debt society makes you look like sleeps for losers. Sleep is the you're lazy. Death. Blah blah blah, all that stuff. No, it's, that's not true. You wish yeah. you could do that. Yeah, they always say sleep is a cousin of death. I know the feeling is just the the best way I can describe this, Chris. And you can't you can't know the feeling until you so, pay off yeah, your debt. It's yeah. impossible, right? It lifts off your shoulders. You can do anything. Now, once there you, is there's no limit. And once you reach that goal, right? Because that was your goal for the two years, trying to get rid of this debt. Once you reach that goal. What's like? What, did you tell yourself, okay, what's next? What I want to do now, or or did it take you a while to figure out that you wanted to start putting out this knowledge and information, or I just started going with what I feel, okay, because I didn't have no playbook, right? No, yeah, I okay. didn't have. I just like, man, this feeling's amazing. Let me just talk about it. That's what I did. So for the first year on my channel, I was talking to myself. Nobody was coming on my channel. I was doing lives and videos. Nobody was coming on. Maybe one person will pop in and then leave. Yeah, yeah. And then I said, I said, fuck it. I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna keep going. Cause a few of the times I just wanted to quit. Ain't nobody listening. Nobody really cares about being in debt. You know, you. I'm sure you yes. experience it with your 100%. videos. People act like they don't care. Yeah. It was worse with debt. But I said, you know what? I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna reach some people that it's gonna connect with because it's just math. I know I'm not wrong. The right. calculator says I'm not wrong. And then I just kept going and just kept building and building and building. Yeah. And then I'm changing people's lives every day. That's amazing, man. You did you hate your job or you didn't or you just hated the fact that you had a you were on someone else's time and oh and no, I love my job. I love I, I'm not gonna say I, I like my job a lot. You like what you do. It was a wonderful place. Uh it, it wonderful people to work with. The company itself was it was Alaska Airlines in Seattle, Washington, Alaska mm -hmm. Airlines. And it was a wonderful place to work. But for some reason, when you become free, when I would go to the job, I would pull into the parking lot and I would look at the building and I'd say, I got to be in there for eight hours. <laughs> yeah. And first, I would have to come there in traffic. Mm -hmm. So spend an hour 
in my car, 30, 45 minutes to an hour in my car, not paid, mm-hmm. spend eight hours in the building, and then another hour and something out of traffic afterwards, repeat that cycle over and over and over again. I said, nah. Yeah. Some, something in my body was feeling like, I feel like a trapped animal. And then I said, something just told me, he said, man, you got to quit. And then what was going through my head, I was like, I can't quit. I can't quit. And then something said, you have no debt. You can quit. Yeah. And I was like, and he's like, it, it was almost something like talking to me. You have no debt and you got money in the, and you got money in the bank. You can quit. Yeah. And I said, and I, if this whole thing, well, what am I going to do? Uh, uh, this is all I know. Uh, this is all I know to do. It said, don't worry about all that. Just quit. That was still that debt that that debt matrix playing that, that was programmed in Correct. You know? That was yeah. the program playing in my head. The yeah. fear. The fear is called false evidence appearing real. That's what fear stands Ooh, for. Ooh, false evidence appearing real. Appearing real. Exactly. Fear's fear, not real. Fear really is the biggest um thing that gets in the way too of a lot of it's people. It's a trick. It's a trick. It's for a sure. trick by the debt matrix. For sure. That's a trick. Keep for slaves sure. in debt. For sure. And the debt matrix is one type of matrix, but then you also escape the matrix of clocking in and clocking out. You know, that's that's a whole different. That's still the debt matrix. That's still the debt matrix. Because if you're if you're working at a place yeah, you don't you're right. like, you're right. You're there because you're in debt. People that because I'm not saying people like that are not in debt don't have jobs. I'm not saying that. I'm saying people that are not in debt don't work at places they don't like. Mm. They don't tolerate disrespect. They don't tolerate a job trying to expect them to work like if you go get a job like something for especially you youngsters man maybe you come to these certain jobs they'd be like oh yeah we got retired we got required overtime i say really bye <laughs> thank you for telling me i'm not working here we got required overtime <laughs> and then when you know how when you go to an interview mm-hmm. you're kind of nervous oh my god i really hope thank you they, yeah, no yeah. you don't walk into interviews like that you say if the manager's there and it's usually a couple of regular workers in there when you come into the interview, you'll say, how do you like your manager? In front of the manager, you'll yeah. say, how do you like your manager? Yeah. Now, they're not going to answer the correct answer because that's their manager. I'm looking for their initial face- facial response. Uh, yeah. That's what I'm looking for. And when you're in an interview, you'll, they'll know that you are different because you're going to come in there different. Yeah. That's a fact. That's a fact. And once, and you have you noticed like jobs, they require your, they ask to see your credit report now. They, have oh. you noticed that some jobs do that, you know, and, and this is just my opinion because I don't know. Right. But it just makes sense to me. I think they run your credit report to see how much debt you're in. And if they see you're in deep debt, they're going to, they know what salary to come to the table for you with, because they know you're going to take it because you have to. Because if you got a job and you have no debt, you walk in with your salary requirements. You're going to say, yeah, I don't really care about you guys scale or anything like that. This is my requirement. Period. Yeah. We can't meet that. Okay. It was nice meeting you. Thank you for the interview. Bye. Yeah. Just the leverage you hold when you don't have any debt. I never even looked at it like that. Yeah. Your I, whole life changes. You won't, you won't date anybody. Even outside of finance, you won't date anybody that's in debt. Sheesh. You won't care what she looked like. Say like you, you were out just looking you saw this fine ass girl right yeah and you're like oh look at her body it's this and that she oh she and then you find out she got a hundred thousand dollars in student loan debt no sir you're gonna say uh, what are you gonna do about that <laughs> yeah what are you gonna do about that yeah and she's gonna say if she says something like 
uh i don't know i'm just gonna you say it was nice knowing you see you later go find you a different high value man <laughs> i'm not the, i'm not the guy I, I own myself thank you exactly your confidence is gonna go through the roof yeah they're gonna feel your energy when you walk in a room they're gonna just like what's it? that dude's different because you're gonna have no stress yeah your face is gonna stay clear you're not gonna get wrinkles you're gonna be man no stress. I'm so dead, LJ. I'm so glad I have the conversation. I'm having this conversation with you because even before we started the episode, in my mind, I'm you know before when I, when I first lined it up with you and I'm you know last week and then till this day, I'm in my head just thinking like, man, I have to like, what is he gonna tell me? What is he gonna tell me? I know he's gonna be hard on me. I know he's gonna be hard on me. But I, <laughs> I and I was expecting it too, and I'm glad that you you know you didn't hold off for the most part, telling me yeah, you sound like like a slave. You're slave planning. You're doing all this, and um. But I needed to have this interview, this conversation with you, just because now I'm looking, I'm looking at it differently. Like you, like you keep saying, like you're okay, you're ahead of the game. Like yeah, you got little things you got to fix, but relax, like chill out. And I was here and making me, like be like, okay, cool, I can handle this, I could do this. I have you, I, I'm talking to you. If I do link with you after this, you're gonna guide me the right direction, you're gonna recommend me the right things. Guaranteed. So Guaranteed. I, so I'm just. I feel like I'm already. I've already. You said you know you lose the the weight off your shoulders. I feel like a like a pound got taken off. Where it's like okay, cool. This ain't gonna be forever. I just gotta be serious about it and be willing to sacrifice even sp certain spending habits and you know maybe not going crazy like I usually go crazy. I stopped smoking weed too for a reason. <laughs> like I was spending why? Too much, why you stop smoking weed? I was spending why? too much money on weed. Oh. Okay, because you're spending money. Okay, yeah, no, because yeah. weed, weed helps. No. It helps, but when you're in when you're in debt, it, it it's not going to enhance. It's it'll once you get out of debt, it's going to help you more. Okay, wow, okay? I didn't even look at right, it like that. Right now, you're programmed in the debt matrix, so it's not going to help you. Yeah, it helps you think differently. I look at weed like this: it calms the conditioning of the debt matrix. Wow, it calms it. Yeah. Have you noticed that when you smoke, it calms it. It calms the noise. It okay. It's playing because out in my the, mind. Because the debt matrix, people in the debt matrix think, oh, you weed head, you're such a no, you don't understand. You don't get it. I don't care if you don't get it. Yeah. That's your problem. You're like people in debt trying to tell you something about something else that yeah. doesn't make any sense. They don't even don't listen to people that don't own themselves. Never, ever listen to them. And it calms the debt. And when you completely out of debt and you smoke. The ideas are gonna come to your mind in That's a very crazy. different way. That's crazy, RJ. Because when I smoke, and since I since I am in debt, and when I do smoke, mm -hmm. I'm always thinking about the the the. I think more about the the debt that I'm in. I think more about how am I gonna like? Should I go pick up another? I, I'm just creating a whole bunch of circles in my head because of the weed that's making me paranoid a little bit about this debt and think about it and i never even no that's that's your awareness talking to you okay it's coming to you and say hey chris what are you gonna do about this debt man you yeah. know it's there yeah you know it's there stop pretending that it's not there chris it's gonna keep it's gonna keep saying it until you do something about it that's why it's there but we always ignore it right we put it this way okay this one i want you to look at this is how i want you to look at because that is a thought is a vibration Okay. Okay. So let me give an example of it. Say car in your mind. Okay. Now prove it to me that you said it. Prove it. Now, I don't believe you said it. You didn't really say it. You can't, you can't, you can't prove it. But you did say it though. But you did say it. Yeah. But that's so think of that as that 
consciousness voice talking to you. Hey, Chris, what about this? Oh, you can pretend I'm not here, but I'm going to keep coming back. Yeah. I'm going to keep telling you until you do something about it. And then once you do something about it, it's going to show you something else. But first, you got to put in the work. It says, first, you must own yourself. If you want whatever you're asking for the universe for right now, yeah. first, you must show the universe that you're serious by first owning yourself. It's not gonna give it's not gonna give you anything until you do this work first. Right. It'll show you. It's showing you right now. Hey, look, Chris, I got you a mic. I got you some stuff to get you on the internet. Uh, you you can see I'm doing my part. Are you gonna do your part, Chris? Yeah. You gotta put in the work. Never looked at it like that. And then once you own yourself, you can say, "Look, universe, I put in the work." Because a lot of people are not gonna do it. Damn. Yeah, because I've noticed that when I do smoke, but the, and I've never even, now that I'm thinking about it, I've never smoked when I haven't been in debt or I haven't no, owe no money. <laughs> Damn, LJ, like you're really making me think because I stopped smoking because I was spending three, four hundred dollars a month on some weed. Like it was just, it was ridiculous. Like for what? That's a whole once, once you get out of debt, once you get out of debt, you want to spend three, four hundred dollars a week? Spend three, four hundred dollars a week on it. It don't exactly, matter. Exactly. Exactly. Once you get out of debt, you can smoke as much as you want long because it's not I guarantee you, even if you smoked, it's definitely not going to put a, a, it's not going to stop you from podcasting. You probably podcast even more. I don't. I'm not a productive stoner. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I, I can talk, but I can't do like physical work. I wouldn't do. I wouldn't, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I could talk yeah. too, but I talk more chill and more just long pauses. <laughs> I, I really, You know what you should do? This is what you should do. Well, one day when you smoke, pretend like you're talking on the mic, but talking to a recorder. Okay. Mm, okay. All right. Record yourself. And then when you, when you come off your high, then listen to yourself. Okay. Cause a lot of ideas come during those times. Yeah. A lot of ideas, but you got to record them. So when you're not high, then you can listen to them and you'd be like, Oh damn. Okay. Because really that person talking is the it's person a... that you're going to become. Ooh, that's a bar. That's who you're becoming. Okay. You're just too nervous to become that person. Oh, man, if I talk like that, people are going to think, oh, they're going to notice that I'm high. That's just that paranoia stuff, right? Yeah. You got to get over that stuff. Yeah. Don't even worry about that. It's just you're becoming that person, and then you'll slowly mend to that person. And I'm not saying that you want to need weed. Yeah, yeah, it just yeah. helps. It helps. And then you're going to get to a certain point. You'll be like, oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I know that. Okay, cool. That's the person. And then you're going to be coming to this person, Chris, that you whatever this is going to become of with your podcast. Yeah, right yeah. Now, you're going to become that. That's that's what I do with um when I do shrooms. I record I record myself and I go back and I listen. I, you know, because I'm saying some just I'm like, I get astrological with it. You know, I'm always right. I, no, I get it. Yeah. I get what you're saying. You don't even have to explain it. I know. Yeah, yeah. So I listen back yeah. and I'm just like, yo, that was that was bars. I never thought I never think like this when I'm just not on shrooms. And yeah, because once you once you hear it and then when you're not on shrooms and you hear it now, you know it. Yes. Right. So now you know it. So now you can you you won't have to be high to to know that yes. thing no more. Now, you know it without being high. Yes. See what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then it's going to get closer and closer and closer. And then you're going to become this Chris that's talking to you, that's bugging you. Hey, man, pay that debt. Yeah. I pay off that debt. I feel that. I feel that. this. This podcast started after my mushroom trip. How uh how long you been how long this podcast how long you had it? This one has been since uh last year. This is my second. I have two podcasts. Okay. I started 2017 oh, okay. with my other one, and then this okay. 2020 happened, pandemic happened, and then 
Um, I kind of towards the end of my last my last podcast, I was getting more into like my conspiracy stuff and just you know the truth truth telling and the mm-hmm. politics and all that. So mm-hmm. I ended it because I had like two months still worth of worth of uh, booked of guests, and then the pandemic happened, so no one wanted to go, go to people's houses. So I ended up ending yeah. the season. I did a mushroom trip in June. Was in Big Bear in the mountains and nature, and it it was just it, my 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 higher self just told me like no you you want to pod like you love doing this like do it like you know this right, what you want right. to do with your life just go and handle it. it was like it pushed me to like off the cliff like you you got it bro stop thinking about it stop overthinking about right. it just go and do it so I started right. so I started conspiracy and I started talking about all the stuff that I was that I'm talking about now and. I started building this studio up because I realized, no, this is what I really want to do. I want to, I want to build my studio up. I already had a different setup before. Then I ended up getting on new mics, new. I have a little section right here for the audio guy. It just, it just, it's a whole thing now. It's like I'm, I'm living in it. I'm living in this, this podcaster life now. And um, so yeah, this, this one started last year, July 2020. I've been doing it yeah. for a year already. Yeah, we was. Supposed to meet. We were definitely supposed to meet, Chris. Most definitely, because mm. I, I, and I'm not bragging. I'm, I'm just saying I'm the missing piece that you're looking for. Yes. Okay. I'm not, and now I'm not even bragging. I'm just, I'm just. I mean, you can go back and watch my videos. You see how many videos I got up watching, there, right? I've been watching. Them There's man. nobody like me on YouTube. Nobody. I, and I like nobody. people that have your type of approach. I love authentic people that I'm going to tell you how it is. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm not going to cupcake it and make you feel better. I'm explaining right. to you my situation. You're like, bro, you sound like, you, like you, you're talking like a slave. Like, I, right. I appreciate that because you're not trying to sugarcoat it or make me. Right. So uh, thank you, LJ. I really do appreciate that for real. You're welcome, man. You are, you know, and I like to, I can see where you're already going. That's why I, I'm, I'm, I'm eager to help you because you already have it. Mm. the passions in you it's clear it's, it's clear uh you you're just watching your stuff you don't really care about what other people think this is this is what it is and when you get out of debt let me tell you something when you get out of debt you are going to see politics all this stuff that you think you see because the way the news says yeah. it once you get out of debt you're going to see everything totally different you're going to see the purpose of everything oh yeah you'll be like oh that's why the government is structured this way. This is why there's mayors and judges and this. Ah, got it, got it. You'll see it all. Damn. And you'll just be amazed. You, then you'll know. Damn. Hands off to the person who created it. Hands off. Hands hand, hand together. <laughs> for, for real, that. though. No. Congratulations. It's perfectly. Designed. Whoever designed this economy. Yes. Congratulations. Well, was it it's, the it's beautiful? Well, huh? would it would it be like in 1913 when the federal banks came in, or even before that? It was been this before that. Put it this way: what I what I teach and show you, it, it won't matter what the economy's doing. Okay. Because you don't pay attention. You pay attention to the debt slaves. You pay attention to what they do. I don't really like when something comes on the news or there's an article. There's one. There's two ways to read it: like a debt slave. Mm-hmm. And like a non-debt slave, because they tell you things in there that what's going on. So say, like, for example, they moved uh, the, the student loan debt payments till January, January. of 2022. Mm-hmm. What that tells me is that now people, debt slaves are going to be investing in cryptocurrency more because they're going to think they have more money now because they have no payments. Wow. Because they think they're going to, oh, wow, now I have money. Now I, I'm going to invest in, then I'm going to flip. Just like you were talking earlier, I'm going to yeah. invest in Bitcoin. Then I'm going to flip it. And then I'm going to take it and pay off. Sure, you are, Desolate. Yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. you are. No, you're not. 
you're not. But they already know that. Yeah. It's the same with the stimulus check. When everyone got it, they put it back into the stock market, into into crypto. Right. Look at the name. Stimulus check. Stimulate the economy. They're not hiding anything. They're not hiding nothing. Right in plain sight. It just ha- you just got to be able to see it. They know people are going to take that check and buy shoes and clothes and invest in cryptocurrency. They know that. Yeah. So when you get out of debt and you, you start paying attention to the debt slaves, you're going to know when to invest in cryptocurrency, when to pull your money out. Like right now, they're probably put they're probably going to start putting money in because they think they have extra money because of uh of the student loans being pushed. But by the time, let's say like November comes, pull your money out because they're going to think because they're going to start pulling money out thinking they got to get ready for these student loan payments. Mm-hmm. But you're going to pull your money out before them. Mm. And then they're going to go pull some money out. It's not going to be no money there. It's going to yeah. be gone mm. for the people that know. Student, student, I mean, cryptocurrency is like gambling. But when you have no debt, it's like gambling and you know all the odds. Yeah. The funny thing about crypto is that they're they're trying to introduce it as us getting away from the dollar. But we're already, we're already messing up by putting a dollar value on it. It doesn't exist. The dollar. Does, the, they tell you right on the website that they make a hundred dollar bill for fourteen cents. Wow! If you go to the government website, they say, "Hey, look, we made this hundred dollars for fourteen cents." They're not hiding anything, but they said, "But when we give it to you, it's a hundred dollars. That's a ninety-nine dollar and eighty-six cents profit for us. <laughs> no competition. No competition at all. You don't like it? Too bad." Yeah. They're not hiding anything, nothing. I, t- I even told my friends, when I first looked that up, I showed my friend, I said, hey, man, what does this mean to you? Look at this. Look how much they make money for. He didn't have an answer for me. He was like, oh, man, well, they probably do something, something, start making up stuff. It's like, yeah. no, no, it's 14 cents. Yeah. Yeah, people don't even want the answers when it's right in their face. Oh, no. man, LG, I'm going to think about a lot today. And I'm definitely, Good, gonna, I'm definitely gonna tap in with you. You for need sure. to see me ASAP. Yeah, yeah, when yeah. You get, yeah. When you get some money, yeah, I won't charge you what I normally charge because you don't have stuff. You don't have a lot. I can just tell. I can tell by yeah. the way you're talking. You just need it organized. Yes. And then once I show you in the organization and through other stuff, and you're gonna, I'm not just gonna say, "Hey, Chris, do this." I'm gonna show you mathematically, and you're gonna know why I'm telling you to do what I'm telling you to do. Yeah. LJ, thank you so much for this conversation. I appreciate you. Um, You're welcome, man. Where can people reach out to you? I know they can go to savingsminusdebt.com. Savingsminusdebt.com and savingsminusdebt on YouTube, savingsminusdebt on Instagram, savingsminusdebt on Facebook. And they can just reach out to get your assistance if they need Yeah, and my email is savingsminusdebt at gmail.com. Savingsminusdebt, everything, guys, even the email, just at gmail. So everything. And most of your clientele, is it, do you have a lot of younger people or is it more older people or? You know, it, it's all over. Oh, people my age, they definitely don't want to face it. Okay. Cause you got to remember if you wake up at 50, <laughs> you know what that you got to have a strong brain. You got to have a strong mind to wake up at 50 and realize that you've had student loan debt since your twenties. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And you got to, 
you got to face that, right? That's a really a hard pill to swallow. So I don't really get too many people my age. I'm reaching more people your age, like that, that are just entering the debt matrix, right? You guys, you, as soon as you hit 30, you guys really take off in the debt matrix. Yeah, you know I mean, it's like deep, you know, because you start thinking, oh, I'm 30. I'm supposed to have a house and a car and 2.5 kids and marry. No, you don't. That's all a trick and yeah, a program. You don't have to do none of that. None of that. It is. Right. So I'm glad that I'm catching younger because you guys are not too far to elementary school to understand what I'm saying. It's yeah. just simple arithmetic. Mm -hmm. Right. So before I'm, I love to catch you guys just before you're 30, because you guys start to say, oh, man, I'm getting I'm 30. I'm getting old. And not, that's all bull crap. All bull crap. That's not true. 30 is when life starts. And if you start debt free, you're going to be a multimillionaire. Easy. That's my goal, easy. Man. Easy, I'm easy. A, I'm gonna put that on me by 30. I got two. I'm you already got the passion. You already got yeah. the passion, Chris. You already got the passion. You just need to own yourself now. Yes, yes. That's it. That's own the only myself. piece you're missing. Own yourself. Own yes. yourself. Yes. LG, you, your whole life that. is gonna change. You're not gonna date anybody that don't own themselves. You won't. You won't be in child support court. You won't be in divorce court. You won't be splitting your money. You won't be doing none of that. That none of that will happen to you. None. I'm ready. I'm going to hit you, you up, are. man. I'm going to hit you up, LJ, for real. All right. For real, for real. Um, Remember, the longer you wait, the longer you stay a slave. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I just got to, well, I mean, well, we talk about it off air, but I was going to ask you about okay. pay payments and all that. Or, you care? Yeah. But thank you, LJ. I appreciate you. One last question before we get out of here, though. Um, yeah, no problem. What's your thoughts on the world in the next two years? The way everything's going with the whole everything going. Well, on. the new economy has started. Okay, 2020 started the brand new economy. So if you start now, Chris, you'll be ready. Okay, mm -hmm. and the starting line is zero. You got to be at zero. Okay. Okay, we're already one year into it. The now the whole it has all changed. Now it's everything's delivery. The majority of people are going to be working from home. Uh. Gone are the, the the days of uh, high wages. Those are those days are done. All those days, all now come the the only jobs that are going to be left for people that don't know is delivery jobs because they're delivering everything. Yeah, drugs, pharmaceutical drugs, uh, weed, food. Uh, obesity is about to go through the roof because nobody has to go anywhere to get any. You don't even have to go. You don't even have to go get to the drive through to get your fast food anymore. So obesity is about to go through the roof. Uh, what else is going to happen? This is just like obvious stuff that's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you know, it's just it's just changing. But if you want to be on the correct side of the new economy, just get out of debt. Yeah. And you won't care how it's changing because because you, you'll know well ahead of time that it was changing. Yeah. Right now, people are saying, oh, man, I can't wait to things get back to normal. They're never going back to that. Those yeah. days are gone forever. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. Whatever Welcome normal was. Economy. Yeah, we're not going back to that. None of that. Do you also help with like business plans or just financial plans as well? Or is it just about getting rid of your debt? No, just personal debt. Because once debt? you uh once yeah, just personal debt only. Because once I take care of the business of you, you'll know exactly what to do in business. Okay. You'll know exactly who not to listen to when it comes to business, like you're getting into podcasting, you're probably paying attention to other podcasters. Correct. You're probably looking at the subscriber. Ooh, they must have money and blah, blah, blah. But as soon as you hear them saying finance is a car, you're like, Ooh, yeah. You got student loan debt. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. You know, 
Yeah, you don't know. You're missing something. Yeah. You'll know exactly who to listen to, who's full of shit, and you'll just speak another language. Man, I appreciate you. You're going to have the advantage, Chris. You're gonna, I'm telling you, you're going to kill it what you're doing right now. You're going to kill it. Well, I don't know what it was, but I found you for a reason, LJ, and we're here right now. So I appreciate you for coming on the show. Well, I help fresh. I help fresh. Oh, That's you why did? That's like that. Yes. Oh, I fresh. okay. Yes. Nice. Yes. He knows. He knows what to do. Look how look how successful. I, I mean, I don't know. No, they, when you understand how it works, you can be doing stuff that makes it look like something. I don't know what he's doing. So I don't really pay attention to that kind of stuff going on. But in the background, I know he knows. Whatever he's doing, if he's yeah. doing it legally, hey, more, more, hey, do what you do, right? Yeah, they running it up. They're going up on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, they run it. And when he started, I remember he was like, hey, LJ, man. Man, I want to start a video. I said, hey, man, just bring up your camera and just start. So he started in his car with his dog. And I said, man, just I said, just keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Bam. And look at it. He just blew up. Wait. So he before he started his blog, he was he asked you what he you the one that gave him that. He idea? had a big he had a big Instagram following right at the time. He had a pretty large. I mean, I'm going to say a lot of people. OK. Yeah. And then. He started, he said he wanted to make video. I said, what should I do? I said, just start, man. Yeah. Don't don't think you have to be fancy. So I said, just start it. And then once he started, he started getting bigger and started coming up with these different ideas. And bam, now I got the Fresh and Fit podcast. Bam, yeah. just like that. Yeah. That's a, that's, a, that's a good duo. Him and Myron, are, they're running it up. Got to give credit. Yeah. So and my that. connection to him allowed me to connect with you. Yeah. See how it works. Yeah. That's how it works. I appreciate you, LJ. Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate you, man. Thank you for having me. Thank yeah. you. And yeah, I have everything linked in the description so people can reach out to you if they need to. Appreciate that. Or if they want to, but I'm definitely, I don't care if no one does, I'm reaching out to you. <laughs> I'm going to do that to, for myself. Hey, bring me back on the show anytime, man. You oh, know I yeah. love talking about this stuff. When, when, I, when I get out the, when, even before then, but when I get out of it, yeah, we definitely having a, re, a reunion episode. <laughs> So I can Bring talk back anytime, man. Anytime. Anytime, man. Anytime. I appreciate you so much, man. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah. You have a nice day, okay? All right. You too, man. All right. Thank you. Bye. Later. Bye. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man. 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 Am I in the fucking matrix still? I keep telling y'all I break the matrix every day on here. And I haven't even broken out of... The debt matrix. I'm in the debt matrix. And I told LJ before we started recording that this episode might be, or this conversation might be a little bit different because I am a little, I'm younger. And I just assume he talks to just more older people, like in their 40s, late 30s. I'm a youngster. I'm a youngster. I haven't fully started stepping into um, dealing with fine, uh, mortgages and all this stuff. And I am blessed to where, yeah, I said it many times on this podcast where my parents, you know, left me, left me a pad. And, and I don't say that in a, in a way where, because before I used to feel guilty because, like, why do I have it like this and other people don't have it like this? But now I don't feel guilty anymore. It's just that I'm blessed. I'm blessed. And like LJ said, I have an advantage. I don't have student loan debt. I don't pay mortgage. I don't pay rent. Everything I make, everything that I'm making right now is literally going towards my bills. And like he said, I just need some organization. I'm not in a... If I told people my debt, they they laugh in my face probably because it's not no real debt. I'm assuming real debt means like 30000 and above or something like that. I'm not... At the, I, don't need, I don't owe that much money, but 
it's crazy because I'm still in the dead matrix. And when I was explaining shit to him, he's just like, look, see the way you explain it? Like, you, like you're like you still programmed. And I, I, I appreciate someone just calling me out on my shit. And every time I was, I was going to ask a question, I just thought about what I was going to say because I felt like I was just ans- it was going to be the same answer. Like, that's the, the, the programming in you again, the programming in you again. And, yeah, you got to find your passion. Find your passion and, and try to monetize it. Try to see what you could do with your passion and make some money so it don't feel like work. At the end of the day, guys, I think me and Dennis even talked about this on a Good Brother episode. At the end of the day, we're always going to be um, working. I don't, I don't know if I forget what I was going to say, but working. We're always going to be working. Work's always going to be a thing. Even if you're following, even if you're if you're pursuing your own dreams and want to do your own thing and have your own business and your own company, be self-employed. All that takes work. Even to get to a certain level to sustain yourself uh, as a business and then get people to work for you, that takes a lot of time to even work up to that point. You're always working. The key and the goal is that it shouldn't feel like work. The work that you should, the work that you're putting in, shouldn't feel like a drag. It shouldn't feel like work. You should be more than happy to be doing this because you know that you're gonna, you're making a, a dollar off this, and it's what you enjoy doing, and you love spending time doing this passion, whatever you're doing. So I am glad that I do know what I want to do in my life. I want a podcast. I don't just do a pod. Like, I didn't start a podcast just to, so I can start promoting some shit. When I first started a podcast, it's because I really wanted a podcast. I I studied this shit, guys. I watched podcasts since 2015 before it became a popular thing to have a podcast. I started mine 2017. Not conspiracy, but I started Overly Blunt Podcast 2017. This before it was as cool as it is now. Now I feel like everyone got a podcast. When I had started mine, a lot of people did have podcasts, but it was more so people that were in the industry that had already their following and their, and their listeners that they didn't really have to work for. When I started my podcast, I said, fuck it. I want to talk. This is what I enjoy doing. This is what I enjoy watching. I want to pod. I want to get my opinions off. I want to give. I was so tapped into music at the time. I'm still to this day. I, I have all the leaks early. I have all. I know what's going on in the, in the game with certain artists and blah, blah, blah. I love this shit. I love music. I love music. And I, I wanted to discuss music, discuss entertainment discuss everything going on and obviously i was trying to copy some of my favorite podcasts but then when i came when i did when i started conspiracy look it i have a whole studio now that i do conspiracy out of and this is this is this studio is for overly blunt i made it for overly blunt because conspiracy was just gonna stay audio based only but i have a whole studio now because this pod and what it did and the reception it got, the people that are listening, that if y'all if y'all listening right now, like thank you so much. If you listen to this conversation, thank you so much, man. Like this, I was so happy with this with this with this uh, conversation because it was something different. We weren't talking about conspiracies. We were talking about a matrix. We were talking about being stuck in a certain type of matrix, the debt matrix. But even when I told them, you know, there's different type of matrix. Like there's the debt one, but then there's also one where you're you know leaving the loot like the work quitting work because clocking in is but yeah like you said you was still a debt matrix because you're clocking in to pay bills you want you you need that job security because you need bills to be paid so i just i really stepped back while he was talking and i'm just i'm just playing my playing choices that i made in my life in my head and i'm just like yo facts 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 you know, you ain't debt free. You don't, you don't, you always, if you don't, if you, yes, I fucking stutter. Leave me alone, all right? <laughs> I talk fast. I'm sorry.
<laughs> I'm working on that. So I trip over my words sometimes. But you, you're always going to be in debt. If you, I'm not always, but if you own a car, you're in debt. If you own a home, you're in debt. If you're paying shit off to a bank, if someone's a financing, if you're financing something and someone's loaning you money, you're in debt. So when, 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 you know, me talking about crypto and all this shit, it's like, man, even 401ks, IRA, what is all that? What, is, what the fuck does all that mean? If I'm fucking not, if I don't, I'm not going to own shit if I don't pay it off in the future. If, if, if I'm, if I'm in debt. And I think I'm like, I feel like I'm in exaggerating because I'm not in some crazy amount of debt. Like, I'm literally under $20,000 in debt. I don't even know. Hmm, I'm about like 15. I'm, a, I'm assuming I'm about 15. But you have, like he was saying, you have to get that correct number. And the fact that I don't want that, that ex, I mean, that, that exact number is because I'm, I'm fearful of the actual number. Cause I feel like that's gonna fuck with me more. Like, man, I'm this much in debt. What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? But it takes sacrifice and discipline, and and, and just prioritizing differently. You gotta prioritize money differently. The way I spend money on good shit and good food and all that. It just maybe I shouldn't do that for the next year. Maybe I shouldn't be going all out on certain things for the next year. And um, but I'm I'm sold and I'm all for it. So um, you know, LJ, I'm definitely tapping in. If you guys are interested, tap in with the brother LJ right now, savingsminusdebt.com. And don't put a little slash. It's minus, M-I-N-U-S, S-M-D. And let's not suck my dick, all right? Let's not suck my dick. S-M-D, savingsminusdebt.com. Instagram, savingsminusdebt. Facebook, savingsminusdebt. I don't think he said Twitter. Facebook, I think, I don't know. But I have all that. I'll have all that stuff for for you guys in the description. If you guys are interested, if you if you really enjoy what LJ was saying, tap in with bro. He may not be telling y'all anything different. He's just gonna really point it down, narrow it down for you guys, and really give you a plan if anything. So I'm gonna let you guys know how that goes for me because I'm definitely tapping in with him. The sooner the better too. And I'm just saying this on on the on record right now. By the age of thirty, I will be I will fully own myself. By the age of 30, I will fully own myself. That's two years from now. I'll be 28 next month. Next month? No. Yes. No. Yes. 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 This is a, this is September already. Okay. Yeah. Wait. Next week. Yeah. So September. So yeah. So next month, 28th, I will be 28 years old. I'll be 28 on the 28th. <laughs> you know, a 28 born. Oh. Uh, uh. Shout out to my numerology people. I forgot to ask him about that. I was gonna ask him how he feel about since he's since he has the ability to see negative numbers. I was trying to see if he if he's into like numerology and and uh, gematria maybe, maybe. But again, I didn't really want to keep it based off of conspiracy spirituality stuff. This is a very informational type of uh, episode, more so for me. Like I've I've said this in the pod before. I all these pods. If you guys enjoy them, that's a plus. If you guys are into the guests, if you enjoy the conversation, if you apply it to yourself, if you and start following these people, if you tap in with them and and, and get and um and pay for the services they offer or you sign up for one of the services they offer, that's a plus. But at the end of the day, LJ was on here because I needed to have a conversation about debt. I needed to know more about what he was talking about. That's why I always do this shit. When I have all these guests on here, it's because I want to talk to them and I want to learn from them and I want to get whatever I get from them. And if you guys get something from it, that's just a fucking plus. That's just the plus. That's just the way I look at this potting shit. 
At the end, at first, me. If I'm not into the get, I don't give a fuck how many followers you got. I don't give a fuck what you do in life and whatever. X amount of money, I don't give a fuck if I resonate with what you're saying. Oh no, if I if I yeah, if I resonate with what, with what you're saying and I find you and what you're saying applies to me and I want to have a conversation with you. Yes, I could do it privately, but I want to do it on a podcast. Why not do it on my platform so someone else that's listening maybe take something from it? And it's a win-win. So that's where I'm at with it. Shout out to LJ, Savings Minus Debt. I really enjoyed this episode. I hope you guys did too. And again, thank you so much for listening. Please go to conspiracy.com to get your merch, your, your merch for t-shirts for sale. Please do me that solid. Support my pockets, please. Y'all just talked about how I'm in debt. Y'all better support my fucking pockets. Support my pockets like you know this fucking matrix debt. And then I'll help you get out the matrix debt. The debt matrix. I mean, <laughs> nah, I just put money in my pockets, y'all. Please. Conspiracy.com. Conspiracy.com. And shout out to everyone that's placed an order. Shout out to everyone that 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 bought a t-shirt. I really appreciate you guys. Shout out to everyone that supported, that posted it, whatever. I really do appreciate it. Um, we have uh, me and Dennis been talking a lot about different ideas and bringing different things to the to the to the conspiracy brand. And I'm doing more with conspiracy than I thought I was gonna do. I was gonna put all this energy into overly blunt, but we kind of had some problems behind the scenes. So I'm gonna be pushing that back. I know I said soon we're coming back, but I'm just gonna have to. I'm gonna push it back. So overly blunt podcast will just be in the near future. We're sticking with conspiracies, conspiracy every Wednesday, every Friday. Wednesdays is me and a guest. Today was me and LJ. Fridays is me and the Good Brothers. And me and the Good Brothers were just talking about relevant topics, talking about kind of what's, what what went on during the week. It's more of a freshly a fresh episode. We record the week of when it drops, and it's more of the newer topics and we just touch on life too it's a little bit of healing a little bit of um uh, breaking the matrix i really enjoy the good brothers episode so follow dennis b messiah and follow kid tony shout out to my boys shout out to the good brothers because it's become a thing and i enjoy doing the good brothers sometimes more than i enjoy doing the wednesday episodes and that's no knock to the guest because depending on who the guest is yeah i'm all for it i hope you guys enjoyed last week's episode with Fala Azul and Mimi. That was an amazing episode. And shout out to you guys for listening. And thank you, Fala, for buying a shirt. Thank you, Mimi, just for being there and for the reading that you gave me earlier last year or earlier this year. So, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, conspiracy.com. Follow me. Follow LJ. I didn't even know why I said follow me. I never say follow me. But, yeah, follow me if you don't. Oh, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe. Uh, follow me on SoundCloud. Wherever you listen to your pods, hit the subscribe, please. If you're on Apple Podcasts specifically, though, hit the uh, the share. Hit the uh, the uh, comment. Uh, Five-star review it. One-star review it. Two-star. Well, I don't give a fuck. Just star comment it. Star review it. Whatever. I don't even know how to say it. Um, leave a comment on there and criticize me. Let, me. let me know what you love about the show. Let me know what you don't like. Let me know if you hate me. Let me know if you don't like the guests. I don't really care. Just, you know, just show up on Apple on Apple, and just do that for me so I can so I can fuck with the algorithms. Just do me that solid. And this episode, uh, I think I just uploaded uh, the last episodes on YouTube. This If you're listening to this right now, they, the episode, Ignorance, not Ignorance is Bliss, but the, the Situational Math with Faula and Mimi will be on YouTube by now. 
And the Good Brothers episode will be on, uh, the Sleepy People will be on YouTube as well. YouTube has given me a strike. They took down, they took me down two weeks ago because of medical misinformation. I don't know why. I don't know why. The the one that they, get, that they take down for that, I understand it. But this last one that they gave me the strike for, I don't know. I could appeal it, but I don't really, I don't, I don't even know exactly what we said. I know I'm not saying, I'm not saying I didn't say Rona or Vagine on there. I'm not saying that, that I didn't say in those episodes. It's just that we didn't go in like I've gone on, gone in on previous episodes, but it got taken down. So either it got taken down because they've been on my ass lately and they're just, they're just finding anything to take me down for. Or it generally, it, it really was some crazy shit that we said in there that I don't remember and I haven't gone back to listen to it fully to really see what it was. But that's neither here nor there. You're still able to listen to the episodes on all the other platforms, the audio platforms. So do me that solid. Go hit subscribe. Go hit follow, whatever, blah, 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 blah. And yeah, thank you so much for your support. I appreciate y'all, and I will see y'all next week. Chris Piercy. Okay. Grab your folders in your bags. It's the end of class. Good looking, Chris X Matt. We'll be sure to make it back for the next session that you're hosting. See you right in the next show. And grab your folders in your bags. It's the end of class. Good looking, Chris X Matt. We'll be sure to make it back for the next session that you're hosting. See you right in the next show. And